Get ready for Dead Radio. And we're back one more time for Deadbeat Radio. I'm your host, Lance Adams, here on Stage Diver Network. Thank you for joining us. We return, as always, happy to be here again. Uh, it is myself, and as always, the man who makes it all happen, who plays the music, who gets any video I need ready, who just gives me moral support, the Lilo to my stitch, Mr. Terry Snow. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you doing? Uh, we have a lot of exciting things coming up with you. That'll be a, a, a interesting season of the, the, we'll call it the season of snow. Oh yeah. Cause, uh, there's a lot of cool <laughs> things coming up. You've got a lot of cool projects going on. So expanding, we're always happy to find out. And an interesting guest, um, today, a friend, uh, that I've worked with many times, but who has more monikers than a late nineties rapper. Uh, he is the. The, the the most decorated uh, comic I've ever seen when it comes to names, Mr. Chris Bell, yeah. the local hooligan. Uh, please please go ahead and give us the spiel. Yeah, the local hooligan, national embarrassment, mm. uh, the, the Mad Hatter of comedy. Wait wait wait! Don't you have to say AKA in between each one? AKA, right. AKA the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter of comedy. Also known as <laughs> AKA the Pharaoh of facial hair. I like no, that wait, one. That one's you I like now. One. I can't use that. See, um, that was one of my old wrestling ones. I yeah, and I get that. that I get that. Um, <laughs> and you can use it when you're amongst the layman. But you know, it's the way it works. As anybody knows, um, when two beards meet, the bigger beard gets the right away, and that works for things like <laughs> if that. You've as noticed well. how many times I've scooted out of the way. Yeah. When Lance is coming yeah. through, I'm yeah. not being polite. Uh, and my wife thinks that's funny, but people do. Like people, I've seen it happen a couple times. It's just people being polite, but it happened every time it works. I'm like, see, you know, uh, and it's like I hold the door for everybody myself. It just when it catches just right, uh, and I, I do catch people. Um, this happened a while back. Um, we were my wife and I went out to eat, and I had went to the bathroom. We went. Uh, it was her birthday. We went out for her birthday. Had a lovely dinner. Everything was great. It was one of those like perfect experiences. Hostess was awesome from day one. Server was great. Meal was wonderful. It was her birthday. They gave her cake. Everything was like wonderful. Wow. And we were leaving, and I stepped off to take a piss. And as I always do, um, as I'm sure you do too, use the bathroom and take that moment in the mirror, boom, brush my beard. Boom, yeah. I carry my comb with me. I always do it, you know, <laughs> yep. just as I would, you know, if my hair typically wasn't pulled up in a ponytail, I'd do the same with my regular hair. Bingo. Just, uh, and, and I kept seeing this guy at the urinal. Mm-hmm. Older man, white guy, probably in his sixties, and I kept seeing him look over his shoulder, and it was it was borderline creepy but hilarious because I knew what was going on because he was watching me comb my beard, and I get it a lot, <laughs> you know. I'm sure you do too, yep. um, but I get it a lot. I'll, people are like, oh, that's cool. Um, I still get it at work when people catch me, um, and he he finally. While he was pissing, by the way, I just want to make this clear. I'm facing north into the mirror. He's facing south into the urinal, but turning around to watch in the mirror while he pisses. <laughs> so I just want to set this scene perfect. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. And and you could see him looking over his shoulder like I had whipped out titties. Like he was just <laughs> like, what? But, mm, uh, or like, oh. you know, like you're like a guy at the bar in a strip club, still trying to catch just, a look behind him, you know, but got business in front. And um, <laughs> so it was one of those kind of situations. And he was like, man, that's, that's a real cool beard. And, and my thing, I've said this on the show before, is, is I do truly appreciate anybody who appreciates me. 
If you take yeah. a moment to compliment my comedy, my show, my beard, whatever, my shirt, I take a moment to stop and say thank you. Um, it's just my way. And so I always, my, my typical shtick is, hey, nice beard, or yeah. something about the beard, which I get a lot, hey, nice beard. And my, my comment or toward is, why, thank you. It's currently ranked 63rd in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> one, all right, one, semi-factual. Yeah. I, I came in 63rd in my category in the World Beard and Mustache Championship. Hey, so, um, and again, 63rd in the world is quite an uh, over, overstatement of it, if you will, because that's not how it really works, but it is still semi-factual. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's off-putting. People are like, whoa, what, huh? <laughs> and it's a good conversation piece, and it's something – you you anytime as a comedian or I, Terry, I'm sure when you get any kind of platitudes from your art, mm-hmm. there's a odd awkwardness to the the thank you because it's mm-hmm. personal and it's something you created and you want people to like it, yeah. but still you don't want to like again have masturbatory del- yeah. delusions of grandeur. God damn and, right, it's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, and so but you have to be polite and you start to come up with these automated responses. Mm-hmm. You know, like if a yep. comic says thank you, good good show, thank you, man, you see yep. or, or <laughs> thank you, good break a leg, you have a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, and so um and that's my thing. Thank you. It's currently ranked 63rd in the world. And he just starts this whole conversation. Wow, that's really, what is that about? And, and some people do. Yeah. I, I'm always happy to talk, so that's fine. But um, he starts in, oh, that's a thing. What's bearding competitions? Oh, that's crazy. How do they do it? What do you do? Oh, my goodness, that's crazy. How long have you been growing it? And he just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And I'm into it, and we're talking, and I'm being friendly. And again, thank you. No problem. I, yeah. Awesome. Happy to have it. You can put, please put your cock away at any moment. You feel the, <laughs> the need, and we'll shake hands. So it gets to that moment. Um, I purposely have stood there and shook hand and washed my hands in front of yeah. him. He's watched me every fucking step of the way, but I, <laughs> and he gets done and washes his hands and I go shake his hand and he has a moment of awkwardness. And I was like, Oh no, you don't Larry. We've come too far. No, no, no. You've watched me wash mine. I've seen you wash yours. We've had a conversation while you were borderline playing with yourself. I yeah. mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> like, and you want to know. And I was yeah. like, and I even said it. I was like, no, it's all good. We both know we're fine. Here we go. All right, shook hands. Come out of the bathroom laughing like two bar buddies in a sitcom. <laughs> and my wife is just standing at the host counter like, what? What? What just happened? What what parallel universe did you walk into there? That is that is insane. And I was like, I'm just a friendly guy. I meet people. I you know. <laughs> and uh, so yes, I'm a you, people person. I'm a people person. Are, are you like that too in real life? I yeah. know comics are different ways, but you and I are very similar people. And so I assume you're like that as well. I have I have a I've, I've gotten in a habit of uh, I do this like semi bow. To people now, where I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like a quasi racist thing? Yeah, like a quasi racist thing, but I mean it in the most respectful way possible. It's just an inherent thing. It only becomes quasi racist when I do it to like Oriental people. They, I don't know, then other people are like, you're just bad. Have you accidentally done that? Yes. Nice. Yeah, I've I've pulled that one a couple of times, and then I realize they're looking at me like, you're a fucking asshole. I've said retarded in front of a kid with Down syndrome before. See, so it's yeah. just it, it comes out. I, I didn't mean, mean to. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like look, I know when, when I think of, of people with Down syndrome, which I have stated on record before, when I was born, I was diagnosed with Down syndrome. 
True story. Again, yeah. clearly misdiagnosis. Right. And I'm not saying that like, like, like I'm black. I can say like I'm black. I can say the N word. I do I was diagnosed. I can say the R word. It's not like that. Um, I wish it were. That would be great. No, no, no it's cool, man. I can say it. I, 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 yeah. um, but I'm, I'm an old redneck and we, we don't mean any disrespect to anyone. Cause to be honest, the word retarded doesn't mean handicap. Right. And so if you associate it, you're the asshole. Yeah. What it means is hindered, yeah. and it got used once you 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 got mad at the last um, phrasing, and so you started using that, and then they started using that. You changed it, and now they're using that, and so it's just like that's how it is. Yeah. Moron used to be the same. Morons, what they to be used a to medical call. diagnosis, yep. <laughs> and now we say moron left and right. Don't think twice about it. That's and a good so point. Mo- moron and retard in anybody's eyes aren't the same, and they should be. They're verbatim the same word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mongoloid, I mean idiot, all of these words meant the same thing at one time. Mm-hmm. And so let's just be honest. But so again, I was diagnosed, I can say it, retarded. And I say it all the time and without thinking. And, and I don't refer to a, a person with, with a, a, a chromosomal you know, uh, anomaly. I refer to it as somebody who dips their fries in their frosty, right? That you're <laughs> retarded. That is awful. See, I, I got the bow thing from um, I, I hang out, I, I was hanging out for a while with a lot of like, um, People from Jamaica, okay, a lot of reggae. Do they bow? They do. Uh, reggae they do. people. It's it. Respect, man. That's, okay. that's what a lot of them say. And they they respect, bow, but they only do it with like one hand. They right. put one hand at the chest and then bow hmm. over. And I guess I mirrored that for so okay. long okay. that I picked it up, and that's how I say thanks I to people. Guess that's a lot like people who hang out with, um, you know, certain types of people end up with that like bouncer HUD hug, yeah, or HUD hood hug. You know, like where if you <laughs> yeah. watch like uh, anybody like that, that's again rappers and any kind of hood person or bouncers. You know, they give that half hug. Comedians <laughs> do it, yeah. And See, so I won't accept a half hug. Oh, you're, really? You're bringing it in for both arms. I accept it <laughs> if you have your hand full. Okay, there we go. Because I do that a lot. I frequently I walk in, have a drink, something. I accept it then. I think that's totally fine. See, that's another. I'm a hugger. Me first, too. First time me I met too. Terry, me I didn't too. even give him a chance to shake my I'm hand. I'm a hugger. No. I'm a hugger. Terry was like, oh, okay. I heard him say, oh, okay, we're doing the hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terry's used to me, and I'm a hugger. Uh, so I'm a hugger. You yeah. warmed him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, he, he's a little bit used to it, but because that's me. It's just my way. Uh, you know, and, and yep. people are like, oh, you're violating my space. Didn't mean to. Like, right? really just, didn't mean to. I just, that's how no, I say hello. Correct me. Never get a hug from me again. Won't yeah. take offense. It's like a dog. It gets yeah. up in your face. Yeah. It's just excited to see you, you just need to go, no <laughs> no no down oh, gosh, down i'm sorry i'll just sit over here and wiggle <laughs> you know we were talking about uh, earlier about you know again like jokes in the job and the way people kind of get used to, to meeting a people person mm-hmm. you you are a maintenance man at your apartment complex yes i am Okay, so you <clears throat> you do interact with people. It's Every, not yeah. you know retail or like I do I do um you know call center work now. But right, I, you do interact with people constantly. Yeah. Do you and do you do you play? Do you do you have, are you you or do you do you have to turn it off? And I mean I, I realize there's a, a line. You have a knob. Yeah. And I worked retail and still have a job, so it's like I can't call you a fucking moron, but I can right. play around and but tease I, you. Exactly. I, so do you do you, there? There are certain people I can do that with. Certain people that are a little cool because. You're going into someone's home right. when you're there. Right. So some of these people are really anal about stuff. Like I, I get to the point, I get the the church question a lot because I'm in such a small town. Uh, okay. Out okay. there, what church do you belong to? Like right. all of them. I go to all the ones you go to. Right. I'm, I'm always there. Yeah, but you're smart enough again to be like, I'm not going. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not risking my job for for it's, whatever. Yeah. Um, and again, I've done that retail for a long time. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard some stupid shit, just like some racist shit. Come out of customer's mouth, and you're like, 
just mm-hmm. cool. So, did you want that warranty on that? Um, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go black right, plunge yeah. in the shit toilet over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But again, do you tease and play? Because I always did. I do. In retail. I always teased and played. I, like and I still make, do it on the phone. I like to make the joke that um, when I'm putting a toilet down, mm-hmm. there's a flange in the floor. You have to put a wax ring right, on the flange right. for those who don't know that. Um, and when I'm it's a gasket, yeah, it's like a gasket for it made of wax. And when I'm forming it to the seal, I like to sing uh, the song from Ghost. And just imagine Patrick Swayze. Like the pottery yeah, scene? Yeah, like the pottery scene. But it's uh, with... Unchained Melody. Unchained Melody, thank you. Yeah, okay. Unchained Melody. I, I love Ghost. Yeah, I, I try to... I love I, Ghost. I try to explain that to people sometimes when they're standing there watching me do it. And they right. don't get it. I, I, I get it. And not <laughs> only do I get it, I'm going to share a story that will bond us forever. <gasps> again, as I was telling you, and we'll get, I'll tell the story that we were going to tell earlier, but... Um, as again, I've, I've said on the radio, I, I now do a call center. That's and again, yeah. it still puts my skills of comedian retail, um, you know, what I'm doing right now into work. Um, I'm I'm good at it. Surprisingly, you know, I was worried about taking on a new task at 42. I didn't want to be right. the, the the new old guy, <laughs> and uh, and so I was worried. But I was. Uh, um, what, well, a lot of what I do is people call in and there are all kinds of calls. Hey, I want a refund. Fuck this product. You know, right. my, my thing has done, you know, something insane that it's not supposed to do. And I get the basics. Like, I don't know how to use this. Can you help me? Yeah, sure. I got it. Right. And so a lot of times we, we do a, a screen share, I, you know, the program we log in and I get to see your computer. Right. I can't affect it. You know, I can't do anything with it, yeah, yeah. but I have a mouse. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I always have to tell people, you know, and you want to be real at reassuring. And again, being me and the way I talk, I, I talk just like I do to, <laughs> to the customers. You know, it's like I use these crazy cowboy metaphors, <laughs> right. you know, because it's, it's, it's an accounting software. And so people are trying to find out about the transactions. And I go, OK, here's the deal. You're the air traffic controller. And these, <laughs> these transactions are coming in from the bank and you have to tell them what hangar to land in. So you've got to tell them what account to go to. And that's so that's how I talk. Talk, right <laughs> oh you're you're reconciling your account no problem here's how it works it's just like grocery shopping okay you've got your grocery list you came in with and your grocery basket full of stuff well now your grocery list that's your bank account and your 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 accounting software here that's your grocery cart so you're going to look on your list and see milk and you're going to look in the cart and see milk and you're going to cross milk off the list boom check there reconcile <laughs> that transaction do you know, know what and they're all like yeah i got i got totally they love what it you're saying. they love it right they absolutely love it. And one of my things when I'm trying to set them up on the, the screen share so that I can see what they see as I go, no, I can't do anything. I'm just here. I'm just a ghost. Look, I'm Patrick Swayze. You're Demi Moore, right? I'm here and I'm going to get you through this, but you have to do all the work. Okay. Your hands are going to mold this clay. All I'm doing is telling you what to do. And so that's one of the lines that's, I use. That's beautiful. We're, yeah, thank we you. Are, we're bonded together forever thank you. now. That is, that is one of the lines I use to tell the customers how it works. But, um, no better way to describe it. All right. So I was telling this off the air. But again, we, we do an accounting software and again, I refuse to name names just so this has no connection and they can't legally fire me over this, but, um, people call in and so they, you get their businesses and we do handle a lot of sense information, which we can't even record there. You can't bring a pen and paper on the floor. Wow. You can't have a cell phone, anything like it's, they have shades on the window so nobody can peep in because we do handle some credit card processing information, just like any call center, you know? Sure. And um, uh, there's super big, like, uh, 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 restrictions to everything. But you do get um, the names of businesses pop up. And a lot of times, again, it's it's just super silly, like a mom-and-pop shop. And what I got earlier was um, 
uh, one, I guess it's been several weeks ago because I'm not even on the phone anymore already. They, I was so good. They were just like, fuck it, promote him, get him up here. <laughs> and uh, articulate. Uh, it, it's a really good place, and they've been nice to me. So I, I give them fully credit. I do love the job. But when I was on the phone, um, I got a call, and the business popped up, and it was the Newport Folk Festival Foundation. And I will drop names there because they're never going to hear this. Um, <laughs> and if they do, nothing I'm saying is a lie. I'm not, I'm not liable or slander for whatever it is. Now, again, we, I asked earlier, Chris, you said you are familiar with the Newport yeah. Folk Festival. And Terry, yeah. you are not. I am not, no. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me paint a picture. Let me, let me play He's Sophia. To Bob Ross it. So you are familiar with this little curly-haired, uh, funny, nasally boy named Bob Dylan, right? Uh, yes, I am aware of okay. And his hero was Woody Guthrie. Okay. Also, ring a bell? Uh, no. Okay. Woody Guthrie was again Bob Dylan before Bob Dylan. Okay. He gotcha. was like a real, like, fighting for the, the, the unions in the Great Depression. And his, okay. you know, he was all against everything and, and out fighting the man. And his guitar said, This machine kills fascists. And he wrote, uh, gotcha. This land yeah. is our land, right? Okay. Which was okay. originally okay. like a big protest song. I sang that in elementary school. Yeah. And so Bob Dylan <laughs> worshiped him. And early Bob Dylan. Uh-huh was just like that. It was an acoustic guitar and some hippie message and, um, you know, fighting the man. Man, none of that nasally shit. I hate that fucking... I'm not a big Bob Dylan fan, but I like some early stuff before he um, got into the... Hmm, hmm. Um, he found himself. Because he didn't sound like that originally. And so... <laughs> And then he was loved in the 60s. Um, have you seen the movie? We'll put it in movie terms for Terry. Okay. In, uh, Il, uh, Inside Lewin Davis, uh, the Coen brothers, with Justin Timberlake and... Um, Shit, the guy who played Poe Dameron uh, and uh, played Apocalypse. Um, <laughs> shit, I can't even think. But anyway, the actor um, uh, who's in Poe Dameron in Star Wars, the new okay. ones, yeah. and um, he's in uh, Ex Machina. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I know okay. what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Isaac, Isaac. Oh, um, I forget. Shit, I'm so close. Yeah. Only we didn't have Isaac all this Oscars. technology with Google on it everywhere. He's, he's, he's I can't. But I anyway, can't type while he's uh, got me engaged. I know. But anyway, um, Oscar <laughs> Isaacs is that right? Oscar oh Isaacs? yeah, Oscar Isaacs. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So Oscar Isaacs was uh, in this um, uh, shit uh, uh, version of Lewin Davis, the 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 hippie songwriter movie by the Coen Brothers. That's where I was going with this. Okay. Are no. you familiar with it? No. All right. No. I tried to put it in movie terms for you, but anyway, fuck it. <laughs> So in this time, Bob was the, the hippie guy that, that was just the acoustic guy, and he came out singing his protest songs. The Newport Folk Festival is a famous jazz festival, and they have all these people come on, and Peter, Paul, and Mary, and that shit. And I, I don't know the actual year. You'll have to look it up. But um, um, Bob Dylan comes out with his brand-new Fender Telecaster Ooh. plugged into a giant Fender amp, and his whole band has electric instruments. And they kick off what truly is um, electric folk what would become most of the 60s and 70s, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and the Neil Youngs, and the Joni Mitchells, um, and, and things of that nature, and the later Bob Dylan. They kick off even the Beatles to a great degree. And because um, it changed pop culture forever, it said you could write a protest song and make it loud and noisy, and it didn't have to be on the acoustic. Uh, work a man's work and a working dog work and a work and a work work. You know, well, you didn't have to do that anymore. You could come out and and just punch people in the teeth, and so it begins a lot of what spiritually became punk rock later, and what become um, you know again folk rock and electric psychedelic folk rock and that stuff, and so huge pop culture moment and so i recognized it instantly because it's the first time bob dylan played electric he got booed off stage like people hated it at the newport folk festival when dylan played they booed him off stage 
And um, so when the lady calls and she's introducing herself, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, <laughs> real quick, I, do I, I read this right? Is it the Newport Folk Festival? And she was like, oh, you've heard of it? And I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, just to make oh, sure, yeah. we are talking about the one where Bob Dylan first played electric, changed pop culture history forever, and uh, 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 re rearranged the DNA of rock and roll forever. And she went, oh, yeah, so you've heard of us. Oh, yeah, so you know who and, we are. Uh, so, dude, I was just on the phone with her. I was like, that is awesome. That's great. Who's the coolest person you ever saw play? That's fantastic. That's great. Oh, all right. All we, what you want to do is hit shift X, and then you want to hit the key here. <laughs> no, go back. Um, take note. Delete that. All right. Okay. All right. That is great. That's fantastic. Who do you got coming up in the lineup this year? All right. Well, if this works out, I want you to go ahead and send me some tickets. All right. Cool. All right. No, Sherry, you're great. Have I resolved all your problems today? All right. Thank you very you much. You have a great day. Click. And I was just, like, blown away. I thought it was great. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't get to encounter cool people like that. Like I encounter a bunch of crazy older people. Oh, okay. One guy's convinced. One guy thinks I'm this traveling banjo superstar. He's straight at, like he gave me all these music books. He was like, "I know you could use these, buddy. I hear all the banjo that you play Fairness. and all the places that you go." And I don't have the heart to correct him. So, what is the banjo he's hearing? I don't. Because you look like a banjo playing. I mean, like like that. That he's not far off, right? Yeah, I'm right there. He wants me to come jam with him all the time. And okay. I'm like, man. I'm busy, man. It's I got tour dates. Off. I got it. I mean, let's be honest. We 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 each understand that we we are not conventional looking. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, <laughs> right? Like I I get it. I've said it before. I realize that I I look like somebody who would keep little girls locked up, chained in yeah. the basement, and I get that. Right? Um, Absolutely. And and so. Um, <laughs> I got I got I got invited to a swingers party. Terry's gonna tell you the story. Uh, no, but I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, me yeah. neither. And, <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. for the record, I'm not a swinger. Uh, I'm not not my thing. I've never had a threesome. Not Wait, I'm not saying I. Yep, no, nope, never. I think you've told me. I think you told me off. Air, okay, but yeah, not not a swinger. Story. Not yeah. um. I, but um, I get why people would ask me to a swingers party. The same yeah. reason people ask me to go smoke pot after a show because I look <laughs> like the kind of guy you would probably ask to smoke pot behind a sh- building of a show. So I get it. And I wasn't upset. Um, and actually, so I am old and married, and it's not like total sitcom-y cutoff yet, but we, you know, we're not the young kids we were, and, um, but I still am in my head. Word. And um, a hundred years ago, when my wife and I first got together, uh, <laughs> we were living in Nashville, and they had a swingers club, right? And we used to be far more adventurous back then. Mainly now, we're broke and, and, and lazy, mm-hmm. and we're old and tired, and the kids are there. Right, yeah. But once upon a time, we were like, we would go to strip <laughs> clubs, you know, um, yep. once in a blue moon, you know. Uh, but back then, it was a different world. We could eat a little acid, you know, hang around yeah. the house, you know, go, run out to a concert, There's and, you know, go to, go to a strip club, and we like to do those kind of things. And and we'd always talked about maybe going to the swingers club, not to swing per se, right. but to just watch and do our thing and enjoy the um, the ambiance and the vibe and to use it like a strip club plus one, right? Absolutely. And uh, we strip we never club did plus one. Yeah, you know, like a, a strip, <laughs> strip club. club with benefits. Exactly. <laughs> the VIP room. Hell yeah. But we never did. We never went. But we always talked about it. And so when this guy invited me to the swingers party, I was like, kind of told the same story. Thanks. Never been. Yeah. We always talked about it. We uh, maybe might take you up on it. And I thought then, I was like, because I still think I'm a kid in my head. And I was like, maybe we will. Uh, uh, you know, we always wanted to do this. And he was like, well, 
you know, I don't, I don't know about that necessarily, um, because last time we, we put one of these together, um, the guy who put it together um, was a little upset that more people were just watching and not participating. And, uh, you know, so we, we want more people... <laughs> participating this time why isn't anybody like, fucking why is it well people were fucking they were just fucking their own partners uh, right it was it was that's... i got this thing together for everybody to just yeah, okay yeah yeah and nobody's doing and it. so uh, anybody fuck me well and so my first thought when he told me this i was like that's fair i get it it's your party that's yeah. fair you cry right? if you want to right it's your party you fuck if you want to yeah, you come um, if you want to but uh i get it i get it. if that's what you do if don't and, and and so I'm not judging. That's just me. But I was surprised. I was like, wow, okay. I was like, maybe it was a good thing we didn't go to the swingers club all that time and you know spend money to get in only to find out the same that there's like a two dick minimum. And right. So, <laughs> um, uh, I would, but I wasn't upset that he invited Did you have to me. Draw straws. At yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. Like, well, hopefully the beard rule applies. Yeah, beard and, rule. Uh, we'll go by that. So uh, I get the right away. Yeah. I get. I get right of first refusal. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you said something earlier that, that caught me um, when you were talking about getting little church ladies. Now, again, I, 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 I've never been one to, to talk religion on a, like a mean level or anything like that. I, I've always stated I'm a Christian, you know, yeah. and I, tons of my friends are atheists and whatnot. And you and your, your girlfriend are like, what, warlocks? That yeah, right? that's, yeah, basically. But, um, that's what we play that, around with. Like, all right, am I mistaken? You're like a third level druid or some shit? <laughs> that's that's me. Some she's, form of wizardry. She's been in it a lot longer. Okay. <laughs> the pag- well, the I say pagan it, community. Um, I say that jokingly, but pagans, right? And yeah. again, I know to me, it, it's all the same. It's really, a, I guess a, I'm nothing. I don't know. I'm it's nobody, a it's a man. belief system, and atheism is the same thing. It's we're just, all it's, nothing, a, it's a man. belief all system nothing, to get through the world. And if you believe there's nothing, and then we're here, that's great. If you believe there's something, whether you paint it like this or you paint it like that, and it gets you through the day, that's great. You, it's nothing you should fight or be fought for. It's nothing yeah. you should kill or die for. Absolutely. It's truly just something for you to believe. And if you want to talk about it or it's a relevant conversation, go for it. Don't be an asshole and rub it in everybody's face all yeah, the time. Like, don't be a dick. And so. So um, um, one of, of your girlfriend, Ashley, who's a lovely human being, um, one of her best uh, friends, Karen, um, yeah. stayed at our house for a while. Um, and so I knew she was the same thing into tarot and stuff like that. And, and I just don't understand it. So I speak more ignorantly than, than disparagingly because my wife likes the tarot. She's into it. Yeah. And I told her the same thing. I was like, here's the deal, baby. At worst, you're playing a card game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at worst. At best, you're finding a, a, a belief to guide you in a way that makes you peaceful and happy. And if that works for you, go for it. And again, at worst... It's fucking solitaire. With, exactly. With, it's fucking D&D solitaire at the worst. Like, right? Just I, be I'm happy. Thinking. Just at and the so end of the day. <laughs> that's me. I'm, I'm cool with it. But I see a lot of that um, uh, in, um, uh, like, your your art when I see, you know, you do a lot of macabre and, and sort yeah. of stuff like that. Do you find people who know you and associate you with, because Ashley's into crystals. That's yeah. a pagan thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah. I, again, I'm not making fun. So when I, I sound like, oh, she's into crystals. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Truly ignorant, right? <laughs> um, but she's into crystals and tarot and stuff yeah. like that. Do people lump your Halloween-y um, style uh, mm-hmm. of your your posters and stuff and see that and be like, oh, shit, he's a satanic comic. Oh, Have you yeah. got that shit? Yeah, a little bit here and there. It's mm-hmm. not as bad. Uh, really, half the people there don't know what I do mm-hmm. outside of the complex. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's like a like Jonestown in there. All right. Or whatever. Like nobody leaves their house and they just call in problems. And they assume that's just your job. Yeah, and, they just assume. And you go I, home and have a beer at the end of the night too. Yeah, because I live there so and, I, and no one else leaves it, so why would I? Mm. So they don't really know too much outside, but when they when they do find out that we're 
you know, pay, she's pagan and things like that. They're like, what? What's that? And you have to... So you're a witch? Yeah, you have to be like, well, I'm a witch. They're like, oh, okay. Like, not not the the ridiculous media, like, Hollywood versions of... So now, when I think pagan, again, I to me, I do think a... Um, I, I guess being, you know, somebody who was raised on, on, on D&D and stuff like that, my first thought is that kind of ancient druid, you know, like in in a real world, not in the, the fantasy, yeah. you know, but I do think, you know, back to um, uh, Norse and, and things like that. And Absolutely. it's obviously a... Uh, See, Ashley actually does the runes. Runes, right. She does right, rune right. readings instead of the tarot. She likes... Okay. Lindsay wanted to runes. get into that. Uh, and again, I don't think she really uh, got as deep with that. She liked it. And again, again, worst case scenario, you're fucking playing with, yeah. with Viking dominoes. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not summoning demons. You know, Zul won't appear in our, our fridge. Exactly. You know, you know, like, I'm just not... I'm not believing that. So you yeah. do your thing, and I do mine. And that's how I treat it all. Absolutely. All, I, I realize being the token right wing conservative Christian of of comedy in general, um, I'm a unicorn. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and not being in a conservative comedian because that happens a lot. But even in that sect of both sides, when, when you're highly political and and spiritual or anti in one category yeah. or the other, you tend to be an asshole. Yes, right. Like right. you tend Absolutely. to be the Ricky Gervaises who make fun of you for believing, and it's like, dude, I didn't make fun of you for not believing. It's right, cool. we could like, just get along with this. We could just not oh, talk or about Or again, it. you get the um, the the people who everybody's a snowflake and this, that, and the other, yeah. and it's like. <clears throat> You know what, man? Like they didn't. Things don't didn't have do to be so extreme. You just, they, you know, take it. You take could, a step you could back. go. You could take a moment and go. I don't, I don't believe what you believe, but like I like you, and and that was a decent point because we talked about it like human beings. Yeah. And again, I don't agree, but I see where you're coming from, and at least I can respect that. And um, you know, here's my thing, and you're gonna listen to that, and you're gonna say the same thing, and go, oh wow, I did disagree with that, but that's interesting, guys. Yeah. That's cool, and that's, that's the way it should be. Take. Yeah. And that's how I am, even on religion. It's like I'm not a Bible beater. Yes, I believe in Christ, and yes, I believe in the 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 the, the God of of Judeo Judeo Christian yeah. beliefs. Um, it's personal for me. I don't expect you to believe it. I don't, you know, bring it up in every conversation. And no matter what your hobby is, if you bring it up in every conversation, you're a dick. Right. Right. If we're right. talking about how nice the weather is and you start talking about your Xbox, like, you're a douche. Right. right? You're, you're a douche. Like, so, this reminds me of that. And there are those people who, who there's the atheists who are like, you know, uh, oh, what a pretty sunset. No God made this sunset. Like, there's no, like, you didn't have to you, bring it up. And then there's the other part of like, wow, it's, it's nice weather out today. Yes, God made this day beautiful. And it's that, like, yeah. And it's like, you know what? The day's beautiful. I don't really care who did it. And so th there's a, a limit on both. And that's so annoying uh, to yeah. me. People and, think the Lord a lot when I fix things. Like, I, he didn't. I, <laughs> I fixed that. Man. And some of that I, I equate to just politeness. Yeah. That's a God bless you. And it's yeah, like. Yeah, right. And again, you can be so atheist if somebody says God bless you, you get offended. Or you could just right. be like. Grandma's just doing the right thing. I sneeze. She's being polite. Right. I appreciate And so, that. again, douchebags on both sides. And right. I'm, I'm not either. It's like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm in smart enough to know the world goes around. Bingo. And so, <laughs> like, um, I get, I understand why anybody reaches for a pagan um, or a, uh, you know, even a, a satanic or a, which is mostly, you know, just self-serving. Right. Or, uh, you know, Islam. Or I get why somebody goes, I need just a, 
a, a, something to God, something to believe in. And it's so it's, it's good. And if it works for you, go for it. Yeah. So, um, but you yourself don't <clears throat> practice. You're not into that. No, I, I'm not. You're more pagan. of an atheist. I'm just, yeah, I guess atheist. I don't know. Agnostic. Yeah, sure. I- <laughs> atheist says no. Agnostic says maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't, yeah, I'm just floating around. He doesn't believe in labels, bro. Yeah. Chill nothing Lance. wrong with that. <laughs> Chill dance. I don't like it. <laughs> but you know what? There is nothing wrong with that for people right. that go, I, I, I'm I don't know. Kidding. That's my, I preach, right. I preach, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I do. I'm yeah. going to put that's, that, that's you know fair. what? But that is smart. That's way better than, again, for everyone, my, my side included. Everybody goes, no. I right. know, and yeah, you, I know. Like, it's like, did you die? Mm-hmm. Oh, because you died yeah, and went there and came back. I don't, and I, I'm smart enough to know I don't. I'm trying to teach my son this, and I think this is very important. If you're going to be a know-it-all, and I am, I mean, yeah. I think we all are on some degree, <clears throat> of course. Um, and he is again at nine. He's a know-it-all. If you're going to be a know-it-all, you have to know when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also have to know that there's things out there you do not know. <laughs> so if you're going to be a know-it-all, you have to know that. You don't know enough to know it all, and sometimes you got to know when you're wrong. Yeah. And so the people that don't budge on either one of those in parentheses of know it all drive me fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, because uh, I'm open to anything. I don't have a clue. Yeah. That's how I'm. You know? That's I'm completely open to whatever. Because um, I have no idea. <laughs> where did the um again? We well, I'll go back a little bit. You you have that kind of Halloween, the Mad Hatter. You, yeah. You have a. a a theme, yeah. uh, a vibe. You have a vibe, a, a gist Absolutely. to your, your your style, and that's great. We do too here on Debbie Radio. We yeah. and, and I kind of have my own obviously stage persona and style. I do the cowboy western shirts. That's my thing. Yeah. You do like fur coats and top hats and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but your your posters and your your merch always tends to be again Halloween, yeah. um, um, kitsch, <laughs> macabre. Um, in the same vein as like uh, uh, a lot of rockabilly stuff, the misfits in that yeah. same kind of. Um, where 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 does that come from? Are you a big Halloween fan? I am a huge Halloween fan. Um, I've just I've always been super into horror movies. Okay. My my mom started me off when I was probably five or six years old, as early as I can remember. They would let me watch Hellraiser and shit like that, and the original Frankenstein and. They uh they really like let me watch Leprechaun when I was like my wife loves those Lindsay four years loves, old. I never watched it. it I, I never they, watched a one. They just knew I got scared as shit when okay. the thing would come on the screen and I would like fucking just shake and they would all laugh at me and so they were like oh, how cute is that and <laughs> I just I don't know I grew up around it forever and I loved it so much um, the the horror themes that come out and like the top hat and right. stuff like that. Um, I like, I like the silly versions of like, I still love watching those old movies, the old black and whites, Frankenstein. Dracula. See, I don't go back that far. I like, <clears throat> I like shitty B movies. I love horror, okay. like seventies and sixties, like horror movies. See, I mean, yeah. And I like, I like stuff like that. And, and the B movies. And I do like, like the Ed Woods and stuff like that. But, I like um, silent films. See, I, I go ooh, back to like the thirties. I can't get into that. <laughs> yeah. I, get into that. I like Nosferatu <clears throat> for, again, it being what it is. Right. And that's about it. I know there Edison's was, got Frankenstein. A silent film I absolutely love. It's called The Mystery of the Leaping Fish. Okay. Myst- the Mystery of the, the Leaping Fish. The Mystery of the Leaping Fish. <laughs> this this guy, this he's a detective and he his name's Detective Coke Anytime. Coke Anytime. 
and he does coke anytime anytime so, huh. like okay wait, he's got he's wait, got this wait. big he's got this big clock on his wall and it says it's just, just four things on it. it says dopes eats sleeps and drinks and so he's got this like batman utility belt of heroin syringes <laughs> That he he like wakes himself up. He takes throws coke in his face and starts doing this like nineteen twenties dance. So this is around. a silent wow. film. This is a silent film. So it's all like it's got like the from the twenties from the twenties. Holy shit! Yes, 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 yes. Okay, and the whole thing there's uh there's this guy named Fishy Joe. <laughs> that, oh, that owns Fishy this pl- this company called the Leaping Fish. Okay, the leaping fish—they're these blow-up like dolphins that people ride out in the ocean. So people are buying them at the beach, and they like are self-propelled. Like those banana belt, banana yes. Boat. So he's got this girl working for him here, and he's like real handsy with her. Fishy Joe's getting all kinds of handsy with the lady. And then in comes Detective Coke anytime, and he's like, and he puts, he just thwarts their whole plan to be evil. And yeah, there's a whole subplot, and he's just shooting heroin constantly. He just, he's like, oh, time to do some heroin in the arm. And then he's back up dancing around like. I, th- I think Halfle invented a time machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, was the only that, explanation. that sounds exactly. And prepare for that. I, I know you're yeah, doing Halfle tomorrow, tomorrow. So prepare for that. that is, um. Yeah, if you get if you get a chance to, it's like a 15 it minutes again? long. It's 15 minutes. Long. It's called the Mystery of the Leaping the Fish. Leaping. Wow. Okay. And yeah, I typically don't go back to the silent era. I like. Um, well, part of that for me is, and and this is the same um, uh, to uh, music. I. I don't like instrumental music. I love the human voice. Really? Yes. And as much as I make fun of talking for a living, talking here, being a comedian, I love the human voice. And even right. as a music fan, love Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, Jimi yeah. Hendrix, um, big fan of these kind of things. But I do not care for, I won't say I don't like them, I do not care for their instrumental songs. See, I'm the I, exact opposite. I don't like classical music. Huh. Um, I would prefer opera over classical music because I love the human voice. Okay. It's just nothing I can get into. And so silent movies have a touch of that same thing. Yeah, see, I get really into... I can just uh, listen to classic film no. scores and stuff. That's that's normally how I write a lot of my material, too, is stuff like that. Because if I listen to stuff that's got a lot of words in it, I get distracted from what I'm doing. I can't really? focus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm just the exact opposite, but I, I prefer that. I don't like instrumentals as a whole. I just and so silent movies are that instrumental, if you will, of film. So, right. but I do love horror movies in general. I love the slasher. You mentioned Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, now a lot of these I didn't see as a kid. As a kid, I was sort of um, in the middle. I would watch um, some horror movies, but nothing bloody or gory. Right. Um, the thing I remember the most as a little kid. Because uh, again, I was—I've said this before—but I was Bobby Hill as a child. Okay. That's me to nice. a T, right? <laughs> Not even off an inch. I wasn't chubby. That's the only thing. But like, I was Bobby Hill to a T. <laughs> And my dad is Hank, and my mom is Peggy. That's not my my mom's a substitute teacher. My dad uh, was at the time anyway. My dad's the real guy. I'm like you say, propane, yeah. propane accessories. I'm born right. You know, that's just my dad. I got a tool for that. What do you need? Eight inch, one inch, two inch? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even like, know. Yeah, I just I'm like, get a fruit pie. Hey dad. Hey dad. And so that was me. And so what I got into the first really scary movie I remember was American Werewolf in London. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a good one. And what's funny, to this day even, the scariest part of that movie isn't the werewolf. Yeah? 
the Nazi dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Terrifies me. <coughs> there was just something about it that, I don't know, man, like, obviously, I was just like, oh, oh, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Like, it was, it was, there was something about that. The werewolf was actually kind of silly and just right. awesome. And I've, I've made jokes for years that I think part of it was the credence. Yeah. You know, like, here's this terrifying moment, and he's screaming, and like, bing, 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 I see a bad moon rising. And, and so, like, you know, for years, I guess I would pee myself every time Proud Mary would come on. But uh, past <laughs> that, um, it took a little sting out of it. And so, yeah. but the Nazi sequence, shit's going real, and it's crazy. And, like, even uh, uh, his buddy that pops up and is eaten and toast comes out his neck. And, like, yeah. that's funny as right. a kid. That's yeah, not yeah, scary. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you never see too much of that. And running naked with the balloons. But that Nazi sequence terrified me. But I got into the silly shit. Um, when I was a kid, I'm, I'm significantly older than, than you, but when I was a kid, there was um, a program, USA, up all night. Yeah. And um, it was the video store days. And, like, even pre-Blockbuster, like, mom and pop video shop days where you had to go, like, get a little tag Velcroed in front of the movie and take it up. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I actually remember having to choose between VHS and Beta. That's what an old man had. VHS had one color tag and Beta had another, and you had to you choose. And so that that doesn't age me, but... And so I would rent this shit just based on the wacky box art. Yeah. But USA up all night, the USA Network, they had on Friday and Saturday nights from like it would start like eleven maybe and run to yeah. about three or four. And it was originally hosted by Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. And yes. then later, um, this I guess softcore porn actress Rhonda Shear. Yeah. And they would play um everything from like Sleepaway Camp, yes. you know, edited versions or and then they would play like the silly stuff too, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. I'm um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And so I got my taste for that. I love yeah. that shit. I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. One of my all time favorites, dude. Yeah. I am a huge, huge. That's like, it would be in my top five favorite horror movies. Yes. We do a top five. And that's one of the things I wrote a top five. And I actually, for you, I went a different way. But horror movies when you, would have been a great one. Yeah. But um, if I did, Killer Clowns would be in there in a heartbeat. But the stuff like the um, 80 slashers, I wasn't into that at the time. I was there, yeah. but I couldn't get into Jason. I, I always hated Freddy. Yeah. Child's play to me is dumb. I can't get right, into it. Right, you could it. punt Chucky. Yeah, and, be done. and um, I, I was a Halloween guy. That yeah. was that's my favorite of the old schools. Um, I like uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, didn't see that till way, again as an adult. I missed it as a kid. Went okay. back, loved it. Um, <clears throat> Halloween, I love Texas Chainsaw. Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, I like that kind of shit. Um, and then I got um, real big into again the silly shit like uh, sorority babes, the slime ball yeah, ballerama. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with this masterpiece? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I own it. If you want to come and watch Absolutely. it, so, um, did you uh, see Santa's sleigh? Yes, is that the one oh, with yeah. Goldberg? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, that's so bad. That's so bad. Sleigh's pulled by buffalo. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> Um, so I love that shit, but um, I, I got in later. Like, I loved Hellraiser. That was mm. fantastic. Um, I didn't see any of the weird sequels. I know they get strange. They get very weird. Yeah, and there's still <laughs> you watch all the sequels. Yeah, you should there's still, still watch a few classics. I've never seen Candyman. <laughs> I've never watched Candyman. Um, okay. So there's some classics that I know I need to go back and watch. Yeah. Um, I picked up the first Friday the Thirteenth again in the last 10 years to be honest okay so to give you some perspective in the last 10 years i watched the first one and i knew it was a him i knew it's the mom but right. i was still into it and so um i watched it and was like oh okay that's pretty good i've never seen any of the sequels okay uh, i know the 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 the, the 
chronology bag and two uh hockey and three and then we go to like space yeah. and ten and Hell so yeah. i but i'm just i, I i'm a michael myers guy man i like or, michael myers or if you're a real horror guy you know the shape oh yeah the right shape. you know this it's actually called the shape michael myers is only the only the child in the beginning who kills yep. the, the family and then i point on it's the shape that's how he's credited yep. and everything yep. isn't it have you seen the new one? No. Me either. I want to. I'm poor, man. If it's not on Netflix, which I already pay for, I can't watch it. I gotta it's gotta be a Netflix at best a red box on payday. Yeah. That's the best I can do. But uh no, I've not. Uh but it looks good. Um and it's we're back to classic Danny yeah. McBride. I love Danny McBride anyway. Yeah. Not a, a somebody I would associate with horror, but he it sounds like he's done great. Yeah. Right. I like the concept of what I've seen. I like the um I'm glad they went back to the original story, which she yep. is not the sister that right. only comes out in two. She's yeah. not the, and that's just been a complete misguided thing. They went back to Lori not being the sister, right? Right. And then the other thing, I like that haggard warrior Sarah Connor that they've pulled mm-hmm. off. Yeah. I hate Terminator 2 with a passion, but, um, and that's another story, (laughs) but I hate Terminator 2. Um, but I, I like the character of Sarah Connor in it. Um, and that's not why I hate Terminator 2, but I love Sarah Connor in that. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode takes that path in this from what I've seen. Is that accurate to anybody who's seen it? Uh, I have not seen it, but I hear that's accurate. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy to see that, and I think Nick Castle, um, the original shape, actually plays the shape in this one as well. Yeah, I think um, so. I liked Zombies first one. Everybody hates on it, and I, I do too. I was, haven't I seen the second know. one, but uh, I like Zombies first one. His second one was even more brutal. Like he he just made him brutal, like he was supposed really? to be. Like he mm-hmm. he's just savage. I thought and Zombie did good. And, I did too. Um, I I loved I love all of Rob Zombie's work. Um, I, I I do up until a point. I haven't seen Thirty One. I'm behind in Thirty One. Really oh. liked Thirty One. Yeah, you should go. See yeah, it. I haven't yeah. seen Thirty One, and um, I could have done without Lords of Salem. See, I, everybody everybody hates on Lords of Salem because I, he, every, Rob Zombie came out with it, so it was supposed to be a horror <laughs> movie. Everybody expected it to be a big super horror movie, no. and I think he was trying to make an artistic film. So it's a sorry, house film. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a Dario Argento suck fest. Yeah, it's I, a '60s Italian tribute a la Quentin Tarantino to every kung fu old biker flick you know it, that's what it is it's a it's a Tarantino-esque salute to the sev- 60s and 70s the Suspiria Black Christmas um, right. that shit that's what it is and he succeeded at that but you know what I don't like that so <laughs> I don't I like that I don't want you tribute you know like everybody's like Kill Bill is the greatest thing and it's like hey man I don't like 70s kung fu movies. I don't like... Mm-hmm. So you know what I don't like? Thank you. Your tribute to 70s kung fu movies. <laughs> I mean, I'm not re- disrespecting it, and I'm sure it's yeah. good. Um, and it's just, I don't I don't like the genre you're parroting have or you, attributing. Have you ever seen The Haunted World of El Super Bisto? The cartoon uh, he did. Honestly, yes. I've watched at it enough yeah. to... It's got that Ren and Stimpy kind of art- artwork. I loved um, it. I haven't I, seen it all the way. Um, and But so for me, Lords of Salem should have been called My Wife's Ass Part 5. <laughs> because then I would have known what I was getting. My expectations would have been perfectly met. And I would have enjoyed it thoroughly. Because um, that's what I came for. That's what I quote unquote came for. Came put on pumps. For. And um, I would not have been, I'd been like, yep, nope, that was great. 
Her ass yeah. is still fantastic. It's still good. Part five, still great. I liked it all the way through. <laughs> Devil's Rejects, part one, awesome. Loved. And no, no, I'm sorry, uh, House Styles of Corpses. It was fantastic. Baby shorts, mm, I'm in. Yeah. Right. Devil's Rejects, part two. My wife's ass, part two. I'm there. It's great. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Two, I've right. Tootie fucking fruity. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, part three, you know, we got Halloween stripper drunk. Yes, yeah. I'm in. Right, I'm down. Like, let's yeah. see it. I'm, I'm in. Halloween part two, I think that's the next one. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. I haven't seen it, but I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm I, totally in. I missed in part for it. four, but here's the deal with horror sequels, you can come in and out at any point. If they're done well, you can go, I missed one, but I go, oh, yeah, I may get it. Yeah. All right. Oh, that was in the last one. Missed that, but I'm good. All right, context. Let's do it. Yep. And so, again, I can skip my wife's ass part four right. and come in at five and that's be fine. like, I'm in. And so, <laughs> Totally in on it. So, and I haven't seen my wife's ass part six. 31. My wife's ass part seven comes out in 2019. Oh, right. I and can't. that's uh, three that's from three, hell. Three from hell. Um, so here, here's my thing though. I loved, I get with Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. It's artistic. Yeah, I like Thousand Corpses. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Um, it's artistic. It's still very, very, very much painted with white zombies videos oh, and yeah. Rob Zombies cartoons, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. It was his first um, one. Lens. So. And so it's co- and it's it's good. Yeah. I get it. You you can't. He did really good to take that three minute art form and expand it to a two-hour art form. And he did that really well. And for anybody who doesn't know the story, and I know you do, and I'm sure you do too, um, uh, Grandpa Dennis Fimple dies mid-production. And Dennis Fimple, Grandpa, was supposed to be Dr. Satan. Okay, so okay, so if the, I hear by okay, that, that's yeah. new for you. Right. So, so go back and look at the movie. Watch the beginning. The kids, the tour, Spalding, the warning. Yeah. You know, turns out to be the creepy Scooby Doo guy. They get yeah. to the house. They all talk to this Doctor Satan, Doctor Satan, and you're building up for this. And you're like, what is Doctor Satan? And then when you finally get to the point of seeing Doctor Satan, you went, that what that was Doctor Satan. Mm-hmm. And then it takes this weird, almost Cheech and Chongian second. Uh, act turn right <laughs> and so and, and you the first time you watch it now you you think oh that's just Rob's oh that's just Rob Zombie's quirkiness see it took a weird <laughs> right. turn but it's not Dennis Fimple died and he had to rewrite the movie on the fly uh, and so that's when the weird bio mutant in the cavern yeah, comes right. about right that was not originally planned that whole trippy third act was yeah. just exactly out. Okay, none of that was supposed to be there Dennis Fimple died and so <laughs> good, they had to rewrite good it on him. and oh, so like now, music video now. <laughs> music video yeah. right now. <laughs> and now go back and watch it and see it with a different appreciation and go, okay, yeah. uh, you know what? We here at Stage Diver have a <laughs> motto, and I think Rob Zombie can can use this as well. It's better than it should have been. Yeah. You know? And he'll admit Better than it had any right to be. And that's the truth. And so that's why it's so weird. So second one comes out, Devil's Rejects. Much cleaner vision. Yes. Still still psychedelic inspired and infused. Infused. Didn't didn't take him as long to film. He didn't spend nearly as much time filming it. Well, because again, death in the middle. Yeah. Um, But what I hate though, Captain Spaulding's great. Love him so much better in the first one. Yeah. I love the clown, Scooby-Doo. He fits so much better. Otis, first one, could give a shit less about. By the second one, dude, I would almost fuck him. Like, yeah. I think he's just awesome. <clears throat> like, yeah. Otis is the bomb. Hell yeah. So now I'm really eager to see where we go in three. Yeah. 
And again, I prefer the tribute that is Devil's Rejects and its original source to yeah. then the, the tribute of House of a Thousand Corpses to its original source. Absolutely. So that's why it ranks higher for me. Um, but I'm eager to see where we go with this one because those were the three best characters. They're yeah. great. Um, I'm interested to see what the story picks up with. Like, I like the way they went from the cop's brother looking for him. Yeah. I'll tell you, too, um, I've said this to anybody who's never seen it. It's in Corpses. I think it's Corpses. The yeah. the, the cop on his knees and the, the, yeah. the, it's the flyaway shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that it just holds. It just takes forever. And holds. And you know it's coming. And your heart's beating because you're waiting. You know. And think about him on his knees. And it's coming. And it's coming. And he just falls over. And it's like, God. (laughs) Right. There it is. So good. So good. So... I think he, I think he's done great jobs with horror, yeah. and I know people shit on him. Again, I, I it was my Halloween costume this you know, year, so exactly. I'm a, clearly a fan. Anybody that I, I feel like when they're like, Man, Rob's don't make shitty horror movies. Like, Where's your horror movie? There you <laughs> <Fuck> go. You. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I totally agree. I uh, totally agree. Do you guys um, think Doctor Satan will make a return in Three from Hell? I don't. I, I, he wasn't mentioned in two at all. No, so I would say not. I don't not. think so. No. But they're, I wonder if anybody else will. Tiny went down. They're gonna. Yeah, Tiny's dead. They're gonna turn Otis full blown Manson. You think so? Yeah. Because yeah. now I he's gonna so. have his court shit. He's gonna be in court. They've, okay. They filmed. He. I follow him on. So okay. He posts, oh, okay. Excellent. So he posts stuff online. There. Uh, there's people like Manson followers almost. I feel like because okay, like um, a family. His. Um, his. His guy that does a lot of his uh, <laughs> merchandise, his name's James Clace. He does mm-hmm. the local boogeyman. Okay. Um, he makes merchandise for him and shit. He's been selling these pins that say, like, Free Otis, and it's got Otis's uh, pin on it and Free Baby shirts and stuff nice, like that. Nice, so okay. these, like, these people that were writing Manson when he was in jail, like marriage right, proposals right. and shit. And you know the Firefly Flam- Fire Fly family. <laughs> yes. And the Firefly family. <laughs> Translates well into NPR DJ host (laughs) and well into a Manson esque. Yes, cult. It it suits yeah. it well. It does. It, but right. they suit that family. And, and again, in the second one, where he really did get that character right, where it comes out that they can't. I love that he used the Marx Brothers characters yeah. from yeah. movies. That's why I went see. You mentioned the top hat earlier. I, oh. I wear the top hat because I'm a huge fan of Harpo Marx, Groucho Marx, Chico. I, I do like that stuff. I have Groucho, Chico, and <laughs> Harpo nice. tattooed on okay. me. <clears throat> yeah, and they've been used a ton. Queen used them, you know, a day at yeah. the races, not at the opera. Both uh, Marx Brothers Absolutely. movies, um, and he even for people that go, oh, I didn't know what it's about. Really, they explain yeah. that thoroughly in in is it in one or at the end of beginning two? It's the beginning two. Beginning two, where they explain yeah. it all. The guy comes on the public access and explains yeah, every bit of it. You know, so it's right there. So <clears throat> I I do love that. Um, yeah. So what what's your all time favorite? Again, we won't do top five on this because we have a five for you later. But okay. to, if you had to pick one, your Desert Island horror movie, what's the one you would take like one mm. you get one copy of a dvd and okay. a portable dvd player what's one, the one one in the dvd player one um i'm i'm honestly gonna say house of a thousand okay i okay. would take it with me it's it's good it's i mean a trippy like it's enough good. movie i it i can i have watched it over you know why you really times. get credit for that one because <laughs> the dvd menu 
Yes. is the greatest one ever. It just talks forever. Yes. If you had to be, I mean, like, really, you have Captain Spaulding just coming out and berating you every now and then. And he, he repeats different yeah. stuff. So if you had to have a desert island, Captain Spaulding yelling at you would be pretty good. Yeah, just I, I could use yeah. him to scare animals away and things. I would survive. Um, see, I like, so for, I couldn't pull it off myself, but I like I like the wacky aspect of your comedy. And it's not the actually the comedy so much as it is just the, the, the look. Yeah. Because, like, you as a comic who, who are great and I, I really want to say this um i've had a lot of comics on here and and, and a lot of great comics that i love and, and adore and all levels of um you know success and 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 experience and i actually caught you i don't know if you remember but it was your i think it was the very first time you did comedy yeah. potentially second it was probably uh, the first one where's the first place you ever did it sassy's then it, yes i was yeah. there i saw you the very first time you ever did yeah. comedy and so um, there were two two people that night, and I don't I honestly don't know if I remember who the second person was. That we were both their very first time. Yeah, and I remember thinking that, and I'm no I'm no expert. Again, I haven't done actually anything hardly in a while. I've been on a sabbatical due to the new life change and job. Absolutely. And some things. Um, but um, uh, I I at the time, so you've been doing how long? Two years? Yeah, two going into three. Okay. Going into so three. I was, <clears throat> I guess, three into four at the time. So no expert, but enough to know it's good. That's okay. That's bad. Have an opinion. Yeah. And know enough mechanics um, and be, you know, because I guess I was about where you are now. So you think now you, you have the ability, oh, excuse me, to, to watch a comic on their first time and have a judge. You yeah. think. Absolutely. You're you're no expert, but no. you know that you're you're not on level one. Yeah. And so you, you have an ability to look down the slope and even up the slope yeah. and go, That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. But you had have an opinion and so I, I saw you the very first time and right away um, of the two of you, I saw the other person, and I was like, eh, it's okay. And I saw you, and I went, materials, obviously raw, which is, the you know, for most people, right. normal. I said, but wow, the charisma's there, the timing's there. And I, I was actually talking to, to JC, I think, that night, JC Ratliff, um, who's mm -hmm. been on the show and, you know, we love yeah. um, dearly uh, and has been a friend of mine for a long time. But I think I, it was him, and I was just like, wow, this guy, I like that guy. He's good. <laughs> and I saw it, and then I get to know you and, and see you grow, and so yeah. I, I still like that guy and still love you and still think you're great. Thank you. Um, but you're kind Comedy, because at the time you didn't have the wacky, uh, no, uh, the, I, the wacky uh, uh, veneer. We'll nope, put it that way. Not at all. Um, and so, but your comedy hasn't changed that much. <laughs> other than gotten better. Your comedy isn't wacky. It's a lot of puns. Yeah. Um, a lot of non sequiturs. Um, and a lot of you know observational uh, things in a uh, you know not Jerry Seinfeldy way, uh, which yeah. I have a similar <laughs> um, uh, you know type of comedy. I do more storytelling by Absolutely. nature. But again, your your comedy is pretty straightforward um, uh, 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 style um, yeah. compared to in the fur coat and the top hat, right? Um, which I love. I love a shtick. I yeah. love a shtick. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a huge fan. I'm a hair metal guy, right? And you know, so I love Kiss and this, you know, different stuff. I love a good shtick. I love a, a, a hook, and I wish I had, um, you know, something. Um, really on it so sure. i love the wackiness it's not the thing i could pull off <clears throat> but i love it and i think you do it perfectly it's great thank um, you yeah i love it it's this um you know willy wonka meets batman villain kind of uh <laughs> aesthetic that I, I love i bought like one blazer i was like yeah. i need to get the comedy blazer right. and then my obsession i bought 13 blazers Okay. Of okay. different of very right. I was like I'll just wear a different blazer nice. all the time and then the top hat came in because since we do a lot of I, I, we we do a lot of shows in right. bars oh, yeah. and breweries and yeah. stuff like that nobody wants to pay attention to you when they're trying no. to sit there at a table and drink and talk to their friends so it's true. It's true so when the guy with the top hat 
stood up 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 there people seemed to kind of just shut up for a second yeah. and let give me a chance to at least and then after that people were like hey you're the top hat guy and it's i was a, like okay it, you, do you you do magic right no no i thought you did magic <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't know why i thought you did magic because jake james called me the magician for the first Six months, I started wearing that's my fair. top hat. That's right. That's, I guarantee you. He that's called where me I got the it. magic man. He said I was going to pull I, a pigeon I, out of my hat. I, I, <laughs> that makes sense. Well, that's where I got it. But you understand the 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 importance of the magicians waving the the handkerchief. Yes. So it's a magician's handkerchief. Absolutely. And it's like just drawing your eyes. Yep. That's good. It's really good. Yep. Um, I again, I, I think everybody should have a style, and obviously, I clearly wear mine on my sleeve. You know, I make no, I'm a redneck guy. I right. Can, I'm, I'm. If, what would happen if Hogwarts had an auto shop teacher, <laughs> right? And it's, I, I love the the vintage '70s Western wear, and uh, you know, I, I like what I am. I, I do love a good hat, and yeah. I wish I could find the perfect hat. And I, I wear some trucker hats. And yeah, stuff on I stage. like your hats. And uh, uh, but I wish, I wish I could do the cowboy hat, but I, yes. I don't want to rip off Waylon Whiskey, our dear friend, right. his stick. And I think it's maybe a little too over i don't know i have to walk a fine line but um what i want and i've said this on on an air before but um what i want and you'll appreciate this for bearding and for comedy because mm. in bearding um the the shtick is part of your score they yeah. really do rate you on that okay and a lot of people do top hats of various yeah. forms um you see a lot of shtick before i've talked about this uh with most people that that, that ask about like do people dress up and you're like yeah yeah um because you get a lot of victorian that's big yeah, like western stuff. you get a lot of steampunk yeah and then you get Santas, you know, you get Santas, because right. um, that's that's a thing. You get Santas, and you get Vikings, and you get you know all kinds of random stuff, yeah. and you get goofy stuff. There's there's a lot of fun like sillies, right? And I don't want to do any of that. But yeah. what I do want is I do want a '60s n- nudie western suit, the rhinestone, oh, yeah. you know, '60s western, <sighs> yeah. like like. Porter Wagner and Dwight yeah. Yoakam, white leather yeah. gloves with the fringe. I don't want the gloves. No, no, no. <laughs> just, just what I would like is a. Is a if, if you're familiar with a Western cut, they usually have the sharp V's yeah. on the pockets and yeah. the same on the back. Yeah. And a lot of times they just have a certain cut to them in a Western suit. And you know what I want is like black with like again similar to what I'm wearing now the the, the classic Burt Reynolds roses absolutely in, in rhinestones down yes. the side and so I, I just absolutely love that that's my lottery winning stupid purchase I that's like the thing and I want I want that for almost like an old ZZ top which is again yeah. you know um I don't want the hat necessarily, but I do want that for, yeah, yeah, this, but in yeah. black okay. with like, uh, maybe the reverse of this. So imagine this thing I'm wearing now, which you people at home can't see. It's just, yeah. uh, go go watch Smokey and the Bandit. It's, it's the same shirt. It's the same shirt he's wearing. It's my Burt Reynolds uh, tribute shirt. And, nice. and imagine that um, bedazzled. And so I love this kind of cut. And I do think Dwight Yoakam at a funeral, right? That's the best way to picture it. And that's what I want for my bearding competitions to do something like that. And I told Lindsay, I was like, if we do this, I will wear it. If I ever record, which I know we're going to talk about later, you're recording a special coming up. Yes, I am. So we're going to take a break before then. But if I ever get a chance to record a special, and I I, I have plans, you know, they're never going to come true, but I have plans. And um, one of them is at that point, if I have the Westerns nudie suit, right? Classic ZZ Top, Dwight Yoakam, you know, Porter Wagner. If I get that, I'm going to do my first special in that suit. Yes. Right? Think of how awesome that would be. Walk out on stage. Oh, and I love the rhinestones, it. right? And then me, again, looking borderline, you know, van rapey. And, you know, I like like, it. maybe I some like nice it. snakeskin boots and come out and do my thing. And I'm going to call it rhinestones and dick jokes. 
Yes. Yeah, that's the name of the special, Rhinestones and Dick Jokes. Uh, so, um, you, But you are recording a special coming up soon, and that's yeah. something I, I, I want to get into. Because, again, I am I do hope to do something similar someday. That's every yeah. comedian's goal. And so I want to know your process, how you got there. Absolutely. We'll give you a chance to plug the absolute fucking shit out of it, because that's what we're here for. Right. We, want, we want you to just layer it on thick, and we'll invite everybody to come check it out. Because I, again, have been there from day one, watched yeah. you grow, Aww. love you as a human, but most importantly, love you as a comedian and so i'm happy to promote um good art good comedy you know again good magicians not you <laughs> you know we've had magicians yeah. good musicians and so we definitely want to get you a shout on that but um excellent um i think it's time we'll take a break get a pee grab a smoke do whatever yeah. um we'll be right back with debbie radio on stage diver network again with chris bell mr terry snow he's got our music queued up ready to play us out and we will uh, uh be right back Woo. On Deadbeat Radio. Again with the Bob Dylan. <laughs> that was funny. Ain't no doubt about it, baby. It's you I and the bees. I wrestle with the lion and the grizzly bear. It's my life, baby, but. Here at Halfel, we believe in fun, excitement, friendship, and that 9-11 was probably an inside job, either by the Saudis or our own government. Also, we like to have a good time. Yay! Yeah, you hear that? That's children. Don't let them listen to us. You're an idiot if you do. Uh, other than that, any, anything, anything you guys want to say? <laughs> I want to go home! Halfle every Monday or Tuesday. Whatever. Fuck! are back for another half of Deadbeat Radio here on Stage Diver Network. As always, I'm your host, Lance Adams. We've got the beautiful Terry Snow. What's up, buddy? Returning, pulling up all our beautiful tunes and such. Yes, that good old clutch. Yeah, I love me some clutch. And I also <laughs> love me some good guests. And we have a good guest today. We've had a lot of fun with Chris Bell. Hey. Uh, what with local, emb- national embarrassment. There you go. Local hooligan. There we go. 
Something mayhem. I was, let's see, I was the monster of ceremonies. Monster of ceremonies. Yeah, That's the, good. The That's guide good. to the ghoulish. Guide Phantom to the ghoulish. Of foolish. I like it. It's got a old school um, the, uh, Elvira the, uh, late night uh, yeah. uh, horror movie show. That's what I, yeah. And what, the, the, the Grand Duke of Spook. That was. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Sort of sounds racist. Well, yeah, yeah. I got to be careful. It has a racist overtone with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I'm going to throw it out there. But I uh, can't put an S on the end I of it. I wouldn't. Then it becomes. Racist. Yeah. Yeah. And you already, you're like me. You walk a fine line. Yeah, people people that. see you and instantly have thoughts and they're not always true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I have to worry about that myself. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but it is good to be back here on Stage Diver Network. Uh, we always encourage everybody to put up with our coughing, hacking, sneezing, farting. Get it together, uh, man. Late night. Um, <laughs> Don't can't sleep. Uh, NyQuil medicine shows. But anyway. Just, al- uh, just allergies. Just allergies. We do include uh, many ways to get a hold of us here, and we encourage you to always reach out because we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love you to pass our show on. You can find us anywhere that you find your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Facebook, at the Stage Diver Network uh, website itself, stagediverradio.com. Check us out. All the other great podcasts. Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, tune in all the Stitcher, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, we have uh, got tons of content, and so we always encourage you reach out to us. Tell us what you think. If you have something you want to say, you uh, thought on one of the topics that we rambled on about or whatever, please reach out. Give us a shout. Uh, call us uh, if your grandma listens and she wants to reach out. That's probably the best way for her. Uh, <laughs> she can reach us at eight six five. Eight 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 zero one zero nine. Again, have Grandma call us at eight six five eight 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 zero one zero nine. To this day, Kurt Keller, uh, fellow deadbeat, wonderful human being, uh, is the only person to ever give us a shout. But uh, we encourage you to, uh, and you can also email us if you want to. So I guess if uh, your dad is uh, wanting to, to check out the podcast, so uh, you can check it out on social media. Uh, you can have your parents just email us, and Grandma can call us, and that's yes. the way to go. So stagediverradio at gmail.com, uh, rated R for all generations. Uh, yeah, again, care of the generations. As we like to let people know, uh, we are for everybody because we uh, don't pull our punches, and we don't uh, you know, let anybody uh, get rude. We've always been very civil. We are very unfiltered, unbiased, and completely unnecessary. And so uh, that's that's what we say around here. But uh, Chris, it's good to be back with you, man. Uh, yeah. It's been a lot of fun having a chance to sit down and talk horror movies and uh, you know uh, influence and stuff. But one of the things we really wanted to bring you on to talk about was the special coming up. Yeah, so, man. Um, uh, what's what's going on there? I know it's uh, at the Grove in Oak Ridge here yes, in Tennessee. So for local listeners or anybody with an hour drive, well worth it. Uh, the Grove Theater is a wonderful, wonderful place. I've been there many times. Yeah, and they just renovated it. Have they? They did. That's see, I was actually supposed to do this back in October. I have not been, I guess, in a, yeah. uh, since then. When and I, I, they said they were going to reopen it uh, towards the beginning of December. Now there's two rooms. Are you talking the little room? Yes. Okay. And Which that's is what, not little by any means. I mean, no, but, it's just called the little room yeah. out of uh, perspective. I think, it the holds, other room. I think it holds 240 people. It has a high school auditorium yeah. feel to me. So Terry, if, have you ever been out there? Uh, no, I have not. not it's yet. cool. It's a church. And it's got two big theaters. Um, and yeah. one is like, again, almost like high school gymnasium. Not quite that big, but it's like large theater, like a college auditorium. Yeah. Nice. And then the small room would be like a high school auditorium. Is that not exactly. fair? Yeah, that's pretty um, fair. And so they're, they're built that way. They're just sloped like a theater. Mm. They have folding seats like a movie theater. Yeah. Um, nice big stage. Very cool. So Good for plays. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Um, bands play. I know um, uh, Danny and DiCambrio. Um, 
um, yeah. which we've had on before. Yeah, just recently, last yeah, month. Uh, yeah. And Danny Whitson, also a friend of Stage Diver and uh, Debbie Radio, former guest, uh, basically runs that comedy venue. Yes, he's actually the one that's helping me. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. He's, Danny's he's great. Me put it on. He's great. He's and uh, we we love Danny here. So we I've I've done a lot of shows for him, and he actually uh, we filmed some stuff there a while back. And to be honest, like I, I said uh, earlier. You know, I've all thought about this myself. A lot of our friends have recorded albums and stuff, and so yeah. we uh, uh, we want to get in on that. But um, one of the things that I thought was, you know, well, where would you do it? And so you start running through right. venues, and the Grove was definitely on my list too. Yeah, that, and you know, everybody wants to do the big theater. Everybody uh, wants to put it in the big theater, but I. It's if you don't fill that room up, yeah, because yeah, it is big. It is yeah, big. you're fucking doomed. Man. I would. Even, I've said this before, and I think most comics would would agree a band though might be a little different but even for for that i would rather do a show for 10 people who care yes than a hundred who don't yes you give me a bar with a bartender who's just there because she's getting paid and you know three regulars who were there no matter what and my two friends and everybody pays attention and laughs i'm far happier than selling out a, a large theater for oh, yeah. people that just sit there and you can hear crickets see i did a show there there was a place i think for the united way that did a uh, benefit for the united way okay back at the beginning of in january and they booked me for some reason, they sought yeah. me out and were like, "When I think cripple kids, <laughs> yeah. Chris Bell is the Chris first Bell. thought I comes." Uh, yeah. Crypt keeper, the crypt keeper. Yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> well, we're doing this benefit for for children, but we need some form of hip entertainment. Uh, do you have a politically incorrect horror themed Willy Wonka sort of fella? Because uh, that's that's what I came that when I was seeing it in my head, I thought we would have the president. Of the company come up, she would give a little speech, we'd have one of the kids come up, tell their story, and then uh, an 80s horror movie TV show host would come out and tell some dick jokes. What do you think? Uh, that's And then the buffet. Then we'll have the buffet after that. That's, that's all good. That's, Sounds great, Delilah. That's yeah, what that's... happened, too. I, I followed the uh, the Oak Ridge Dance Academies. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say the Oak Ridge group. Boys. No, uh, God. Hmm. I could be so gonna, lucky. I was gonna, hoping for the Oak Ridge Boys, but <laughs> no, you took no. a turn. All right, no, so. the Oak Ridge Dan like the youth v v division of the Oak okay. Ridge Dance Academy okay. came out and did like a ballet Ooh. thing, and then I came out and was like waka waka. Yeah, exactly. To the, okay. To the there was probably forty people in that room. None of them were sitting within twenty chairs of each other. So they're just spanned out across this huge auditorium. And, and for, for yes. non-comics, and I think musicians, anybody who performs that doesn't understand this, theater people as well will get it. But anybody who doesn't, um, it affects so many things. Not yes. only does it affect how you feel and your 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 vision of what you see, which can affect you emotionally, <clears throat> but it affects the sound sound yes. reflects different again terry movies you understand this um room sound is important and people don't think about that room tone room tone yeah again mm -hmm. if you, for anybody who's ever filmed a movie the first thing they do is get room tone which is just the sound of the room with no one speaking mm -hmm. and and it's all science i mean it's about sound waves yeah. what they bounce off of what absorbs them what reflects them and so if you take the same room the same hundred people and you space them out one chair apart versus putting them all in one big square. Mm -hmm. The sound will be 
100% different. Oh, yeah. And people don't realize that. And so when you take a large room filled with a, a fairly decent-sized crowd and put them in one place, completely different versus scattering them about. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're just out there eating dick. Oh, yeah. Big time. I uh, And see, I, I came out with this whole, like, I have a mic stand that I attach this little alien to the front of Roswell. I've seen the picture. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen you with it, but I've seen, uh, maybe yeah. at CreepyCon. Did you bring it to CreepyCon? Yes, I, did. I saw it at CreepyCon. He, he comes places with me now. He People assume that I, he's a puppet. And they look at me like I'm a okay. ventriloquist, okay. and they wait for him to do something. That's even funnier. That's my joke to me. I think, it was, <laughs> I think he it, does I think nothing. That's funnier than if you actually did that, right? Everybody wants it to do something. I'm like, I, no, don't ever make the joke no. about it. Like the joke is funny, and the audience would laugh if you mentioned it, but don't. It's yeah. far funnier just for them to go, "Is it?" What? But it's very Andy Kaufman, and yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I lo- uh, so I, my thing was, I was gonna bring my mic stand out. To mm-hmm. the front of the stage after okay. the girl, little girls got done dancing. And then I was going to come back out. But I didn't want to just do that because theatri- the theatrics in me <coughs> wouldn't allow me to go out with my face first. Fair enough. So Fair enough. I put on this like Ozzy Osbourne cloak and carried a candle out through the darkness and set my mic stand up. And then went backstage, announced myself in the voice of Wolfman Jack. All right. And all right. then came out and did my set to 30 people. I love it. I love <laughs> Who could have given a fuck less that I was... And I did tear. I did material I've never done since. Nice. I did this weird juggling bit where okay. I made someone come out of the audience. And I was like, have you ever juggled before? And they were like, no. And... She, uh, she, I was like, it's easy. It's like riding a bicycle. If you've never done it before, it's incredibly difficult. Like, nice. Good. Great joke. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I made her go to the other side of the stage. I was like, you're just going to throw this ball up to me and then we're going to fucking go with it. All right? all right. She's like, can okay. you really juggle? I can. You can juggle. Okay. I can actually juggle. Okay. But she, she throws the ball up to me and I caught it and I just went, thanks everybody. And set the balls down. And that was, I love it. I, <laughs> I made her it. get off the stage. That I was, love it. I love it. <laughs> may I, if you ever do this again, may I add a tiny bit extra step to it. Bring the first person out. Have you ever juggled? They say yeah. no and go, cool, you're not going to now and sit them back down. <laughs> and send them back down. Just be like, cool, right. We're well, not going to start with me. We're not and send start them back here. down. Call the next one up and then just somebody different. And then be like, can you juggle? And be like, yeah, fuck it. I don't have time. But all right, let's go. And then just bring them up there. But yeah, I think that's hilarious. You bring the first person up and just go, all right, well, you're not starting now. Well, yeah, right. well, no. all right, I don't have time to teach you now. I don't have time to teach you. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. All right, bring them up. Have you ever juggled before? All right, fuck it. Well, I guess we're gonna well, have to go. We're just, just gonna go. have to do it. And I think that uh, I think that's it. So that that's fantastic. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Um, I, again, I don't, I don't know if it applies to all mediums. I think it would with music, but with music, people mm-hmm. can catch on. With movies, I don't know if people would watch your movie if they're not there for that movie. You get a bunch of stoner movie crowd. Right. You show them, you know, Magnolia or some shit, or you know, or you get <laughs> which I love. I love Magnolia, but I'm just saying. Or you get again the people that came for Magnolia and show them half baked. I don't yeah, know how appreciative right. they're gonna be. But as a comic, going to a crowd. That is not prepared, right. ready, right Yeah, for you is the worst fucking thing ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. First thing, I had I had been in comedy less than a year, like matters of months. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I was open mics on both hands counted at best at this point. Right. But I was a comedian. Of course. And a friend of mine who was in a band at the time said, hey, that's great. You should come out and open for our band. I was like, great, I can yeah. do that. I had maybe, in all honesty, again, I had been doing it less than six months. We're in the first half of a year. I don't know where, but somewhere in the first half of the year. I have maybe five solid minutes for somebody at that level. Like, mm-hmm. And some of those jokes I still do now in a much, 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 much better way. But right. um, I had maybe five minutes, ten 
if I stretched it with some bullshit even for that level. Of course. But maybe five minutes. And he wanted me to do three 10-minute sets. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can totally do that. Um, the first set, again, with the solid to okay material mm-hmm. went well, right? I can't say it was bad, but it went well. Um, it went as good as an audience could have went for this at sure. that time. You know, my open mics had been that good. This was as good as a decent open mic for me at that level. Okay. Um, and again, I opened the show, so it was different. And again, anybody who's ever dealt with music knows once that music vibe and energy hit, comic is hard to come back from. Right. But if you if you if you do all your comedy and then do your music, you're fine. So the first comedy was okay. People were listening. I was hosting. Like, I got this. I'm doing this. Um, I'm roasting the band a little. Ah, yeah. Waka waka waka. Right. right. And then um, I came out for the second and bombed real bad. Yeah. There real you go. real bad. Mm-hmm. Real like. Almost cried on stage. Bad. Like, <laughs> not too proud to admit that, right? Yeah. And now, again, retrospective, this is the moment in the movie where the flashback would hit. And my mentor <laughs> at the time, Jeff Blank, who you all know yeah. and love, um, who just got me into comedy, and I told him I got this gig. I was invited to do this. And he said, don't do this gig. <laughs> he said, don't, don't, don't do this gig. He said, "You don't, you don't want to play with a band. Don't, don't do this gig." And he, and he was like, "I wouldn't do this gig." And then they should have been. When Yoda tells you, "I'm not taking that fight," don't take that fight. Don't take that fight. And I did. And I was like, "Well, I can do it. I can do it." Get up there, second set again. Pretty much cry almost. I mean, very close. Uh, as close to, uh, as close to tears as stubbing your pinky on a table mm. at night. I mean, like it oh, was that as is close a dark as you could. Pain. Yeah, and it was. It was. That's where I was. I was the emotional version of stepping on a Lego at that time. In public, where you can't really um, just cry and run away, and I was I was just like shit. And the the the, the guy who was bartending, like I didn't have any money, but I was trying to do this. And and the <laughs> the guy had told me that you know the band could drink for free, or whatever. And I I was like, oh, I'm with the band. And he was like, you're not with the band. You owe this. And I was just like, what? And uh, I was just like, the whole thing crushed me. And I I, I went up to uh, my friend who was leading the band. I was like, yo, I gotta go. I, I gotta like, leave I gotta here go. now. I, I know. I was like, I can't do this next thing. I gotta go. I was like, um, my wife's sick. I gotta go. I have to leave right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I will. I will see you later. And I ran away. I like ran away. Like I, I may not have physically walked, but I was mom trying to get to the food court before it closed, huffing it. Like I was out of there. And I was embarrassed, and I got in my car, and I did cry when I got in the car. I did cry uh, a lot, and so there is. Yeah. So, so if you're ever thinking to start comedy, kids, <laughs> there's this yeah a tale for you. <laughs> it's great. So again, uh, the 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 gig that was not meant for you is the gig that is not meant for you. It's, see, we're, I, we're double fisting over here at Deadbeat Radio yeah. at the moment, <laughs> and I I encourage anybody who who has that idea that says I can do this, don't do don't take that gig. Nope. Don't take that gig. If you're the only comedian on the would, show. Oh, never good. Don't never do good. that. Can you go back and tell yourself, would you go back and tell yourself, don't take that gig? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I yeah. did This year, I did the uh, the Mad Hatter Festival in Oak Ridge. Oh. Okay, stop. <laughs> I have a couple questions before we go in. I'm sure they're going to be answered, but I want to make oh, yeah. sure oh, yeah, we'll yeah, get them yeah, out yeah. of the way. Oh, yeah. Number one. Does this refer to Alice in yes. Wonderland? Okay, yes. I didn't know if this was some kind of hat festival, which no, it could be there's, cool. There's like, like I love a, a good cowboy hat. In the, it's in the little Jackson <coughs> Square. All right, area so this there. is this is Stevenson. Is that right, uh, Carol? Yeah. Carol uh, Lewis Carroll. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Next to uh, there next to the. So this is a Lewis Carroll festival. Interesting. 
Yep, and so she asked me to come do some jokes. Okay, that that seems more appropriate for you. I mean, yeah. that seems more appropriate. She was like, like CreepyCon, that's a good audience for you. CreepyCon, yes. CreepyCon like, is awesome. So with you with CreepyCon, and, and I think I would be the same way, those are gigs where you go, you know what, that's not my crown, but I can do that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my, I can make that my crowd. Yes. Right, I could not make a reggae, rock, sublime, wannabe right. cover band audience my crowd that was not happening that right. was not happening. <laughs> and, you know again don't take that gig that but a creepy con um uh, that way, and i, would and take I don't that know gig. that i could do an alice in wonderland but you that's good i could see that that's yeah, good i started off in- i could do like for me it'd be hey man do you want to do this biker festival i got yeah, this right like, i got totally. this right it'd be like oh those are my people but they don't know it yet but they are the woman so. told me she's like okay do you have like uh can you do like four ten first it started can you do one ten minute set it eventually evolved into, can you do four separate 15-minute sets Damn. throughout the day? We're just going to put you throughout this whole festival. And I was like, okay. Oh, my God. So set number one, they're like, you're going to set up in Razzleberry's ice cream. And you're going <laughs> to... Hold up. Again, not to derail you. Are you actually... In ice cream, or is that the name of a place? <laughs> that is, oh man, that'd have been the best. I didn't know if I this was, was like a pudding wrestling. <laughs> no. I don't know where we're going with this. This is the uh, next obscure comedy show idea: comedy and cream. Nice, nice. I mean, that <laughs> might be um, only if we we steal, which has already been lampooned, the um, Herp Albert album cover. Yes, uh, whipped cream whipped and cream other and, delights. Yeah, and other delights. You you, you familiar, Terry? <laughs> Uh, um, I believe so. That's the um, album with Taxi Cab. And uh, Spanish Soul, Flea on Soul it. Asylum covered it later. It's the it's this old green '60s background with the gold lighting. And Herb Alpert is the A in A and M Records. Uh, Herb yeah. Alpert was a big uh, '60s jazz icon. He, it rocks. Great, yeah. I love it. I love, love it. Yeah. Music. Okay. It's it's fantastic. And it's yeah. be one of those things. If you heard it, you would be like, Oh, yep, I know I this. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Um, and he did this album cover, this hot chick, almost playboyish kind of look. It has a playboy feel. Imagine mm. Grandpa's Playboy. That, yeah, yeah, but but, but not as bad. And so she's sitting on a, I think a barrel maybe. Yeah, and and she is literally covered in whipped cream, a la <laughs> Varsity Blues. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But like all over, and it's in her hair, and she's sitting there all seductive. And the, the album cover is called Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Or something yeah. really close to that. Yeah. And then Soul Asylum did it later, but they did, I think it's their bass player. So it's just like this college rock 90s fat dude sitting there instead of <laughs> in a in a Playboy like uh, 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 parody. A very half move. A hilarious, yeah. very half move. <laughs> very good um, shit. We may have to make this happen even for yeah. the even for the network. We may need to make this happen because yeah, it be good. Comedy and cream. Um, comedy yeah, and cream. cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, no, I was in an ice cream shop. Like a, so it's got like a Harry Potter kind of vibe Actually, to it. Actually, like, it's got it's like a German beer house. <coughs> Ooh. Yeah, the guy's from Germany and he has all these pig statues everywhere. Huh. In the restaurant and pig, pig yeah, statues, like flying pigs and pigs, okay. and just all okay. kinds of pigs. Okay, so there are <coughs> seven elderly people in this crowd, four of which are trying to eat breakfast. Okay, I just came for waffles. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. didn't come yeah, for comedy. Didn't come for comedy. What music? Like when they're doing the sound check, I heard one of them go, "It's kind of loud in here. You think you could maybe tone that down some?" And I was like, "Well, this is going to be good." My check opener. mark on the not a good start list. Yeah, yeah, big time. My opener uh, was a man. He read some poetry. Okay, his, nice. his not fir- terrible. No, well, I mean for that crowd. <laughs> yeah, for not you, for that crowd. Awful. Oh yeah, but that for was that, great. like I for you on your side, redonkulously terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> on the old people eating waffle side, not that bad. Not that bad. Not that bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> they, they, he he read a poem about potatoes. 
<laughs> and then he read a poem about dirt. Potatoes. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, cook them in a stew. I did three of my 15 minutes. Okay. The old people applauded one good time. Like, mm -hmm. good job, you did good. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to be done. Okay. And I was like, all right, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I had, Throughout the day, those sets just got weirder and worse. And I had one guy in a wheelchair. He was like, you did pretty good, but check this out. And then he like did a wheelie for a minute and then just left. Nice. Like that. Was that Impressive. after their final set? No, that was after the second. He would have been set. included in number three. There's yeah. no way out. <laughs> yeah. And for your entertainment, I have found Billy Joe. Billy Joe, come here do that <laughs> come thing. Here. Come here do that thing. No, is there, give applause for Billy Joe. Everybody give her a standing ovation. You know, not a standing ovation. It's rude. We don't want, never mind. No, no standing ovation yeah. for Billy Bob. But anyway, <laughs> give him a round of applause. Uh, that's condescending. We don't want to do that. Um, My last set of the day, I got this giant man came up to me and goes, Hey, man, <laughs> you's funny. Tell me another joke. Like, he's just like, oh, man, he didn't get enough. Oh, shit. I was like, it doesn't really work like that. No, I, I can't. I can't do that. He goes, I mean, you kind of like Jeff Foxworthy, right? I was like, I'm going to... Whew. Biggest idol. I hey, can't I, imagine that like, you didn't pick up on that sooner. Yeah, That's like, uh, feel excuse me now. Yeah. I'm gonna leave and Lance Adams cry yeah, in the car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it happens. It happens. Feel free. Uh, this is my crying season. Christmas is upon us, yeah. and so it's time for Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas to uh, <laughs> to make me cry. I'm prepared. I, it happens. I love it, and I, I take it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I love it. I but I every year I put it on, knowing yeah. I'm going to weep like a little oh, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife is done with it. I've said it so many times, but she's just like, really? Again? <laughs> again. You was just on this morning. Again? But it could fall in the wash tub. <laughs> she hawked Pop's tools. It just gets me. And so uh, I, I ugly cry. It's not pretty. It's all right, though. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm not, I'm not afraid. But what I am afraid is to get out there and make something of my own. And I, it is something I want to do. But So how does this come about? Let's let's get back to special. Okay, because yeah. how did you get to the... Because the, here's the deal. I've been in comedy longer than you have. And not to brag or yeah. anything. But I have yet to get to the point where I had the balls or the sense or the even plan to make this happen. Yeah. And it's, I'm, it's something I want sure. to do. So I'm jealous in the best way. Envious. Not jealous. Like something envious. Yeah. I'm excited for you. And so I want to know so that I can be ready. What is the plan of I have the balls. I have the plan. Here it's happening right so um back in i guess january and i don't want to sound 18 yeah yeah of this year mm -hmm. um i i made myself a list of things that i was gonna do for the year okay and um all comedy list or just list it for personal like uh, i'm gonna you know clean the bathroom yeah like shave a list, my butt hair like make a, a comedy special bingo. like were these personal as well yeah. as okay yeah a little bit of personal a little bit of professional um i i was at the time going to get my HVAC certification oh, for work also. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I wrote that down. I wanted to go to California this year. <laughs> which you did, right? Yes. And you performed out there, right? Yes, I did. Nice. So I got to do that. Um, and then one of the things that I had written on my list was that I was going to do an hour of okay. comedy this year. So um, it gave me the year, okay. basically, to figure out. Nice. I had told myself, at the end of this year, you're film a special so you better fucking figure something out so we started we, we we marked the finish line before we marked the starting line yes got it so um and i guess that's you know with any real uh 
task. I had to do this leadership thing for work a while back, and we had to do this task building. You got 12 pieces of spaghetti, a piece of string, yeah. a piece of tape, and a marshmallow. The team that builds the highest structure in the set limit of time with the marshmallow on top wins, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And the whole point is like, see, you, you all started with the spaghetti at the bottom. You got to start with the marshmallow. You got to think of the end. And I guess that really right. comes yeah. true. It's the same philosophy is that you have to come up with where I want to go yeah. before I can figure out how to get there. I also put on that that I wanted to MC CreepyCon before Check. before I had yeah gotten, gotten to, I so how, how did you get into that that stuff too because I want to know I know you do a lot of that that convention stuff and so is, is I know your, your 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 girlfriend Ashley who's a, a wonderful human lover beautiful art with her mystic orb we'll yes. give her a big plug here too she's awesome um, and that's give her a reason to listen and her friends too we'll plug yeah. them and she can wait you know two hours into the show to figure <laughs> right. out that uh, she gets mentioned uh, she, because she makes party jewelry she does yeah but she, anyway uh, do check them out it is, is awesome mystic orb I'm I'm sure you can find them on Facebook anywhere. Oh, yeah. And I know she is a vendor at a lot of these. Yeah. Is that your tie into this world? Is that uh, how you got in? Yes. I kind of wondered. She did. She, uh, CreepyCon last year uh, hit her up on Facebook and was right. like, hey, we like your stuff. We'd like you to come to our convention. So I went with her as cool. just a vendor the first year, and I saw the MC that they had. And he was just really... I hear the implication's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I just... he. He, he he was really mumbled the whole time he was up mm-hmm. there and just not I don't know there wasn't a lot that he put into it and I felt like like you're on a stage that size in front of people you could put a little more into it <coughs> so the day after CreepyCon I sent Jennifer Jonesy a message and was like hey that was a lot of fun, but maybe we could talk next year about me helping you out with some really? MC work. Connections. It really yeah. is all. That's why you have to go places and meet people, whether you want to or not. Bingo. It's part of the job. You just And ask. you have to meet people because you, you never know. And I've told Terry this before. Like, I always volunteer uh-huh. for all his projects. I'm like, I'm in. And he's like, Absolutely. and he laughingly kind of asked me one time. He was like, why do you volunteer for everything? I was like, one, it's fun. Yeah. I like to be a part. I enjoy being that team mentality. I really do. Yeah. Um, I enjoy uh, 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 the being on set and or doing whatever or being at the show. So I, I love the the work. Yes. But two, uh, you never know when it's going to be that moment. You yeah. never know when you, you go from, you know, crazy, badass Mexican with a prison tattoo to being Danny Trejo. Yes. Right? Because that happens. And so uh, extras become that dude that some oh, yeah. the home director comes in and goes, that guy's kind of funny. I met him off stage. I love him on camera. Next time, you know what? I've got a role bigger for him. And you know Let's what? See. That guy. Oh, that guy's funny. But you know what? I've got a show coming up. And so you never know who you're going to meet and right. who you're going to connect with. And so that's why it's important because that that's yeah. that's right there. You weren't even in that aspect for that thing, but it led to an awesome moment. You could right. check off your your personal list, yeah. and that's 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 amazing because we all have these, but we don't ever even follow them. Most of them forget what they are. And right. so for you to say I'm doing this and to have checked so much off of that so far is amazing and at that moment yeah. it was kismet you know you were in the right place right time absolutely being yourself and always selling all we what we do yeah we, we're, we're ourselves in public oh, and, yeah. and if you're the, the super shy comic you've got to learn to get out of that and yeah. get, get into the go sit at the bar talk to people don't be too um, proud to ask no no it's- no <laughs> You got to. So you really many, do. So many people think it's just going to come. Yeah. Like, just, it's fine to ask. So There's you, nothing wrong with that. You said you, you one of your goals was to do an hour. Have mm. you done an hour in one one shot before? Have you done a whole hour? Nope. Um, it's it's fun. I did an hour. Um, again, it. I like. 
The problem as a comic with 15 minutes or uh, with uh, uh, like five, six minutes at open <clears throat> mic. Right. You're, you're testing. And, and for me, I'm a storyteller, so I'm long-winded, as anybody yes. who's ever listened to an episode can tell you. <laughs> um, and and so it's hard for me to get in more than two jokes. I've got right. some jokes that are five minutes on their own. Right. And so um, that's always hard. So for me, that sweet spot is 15 plus. See? I love – if I can score 15, I'm I'm – rock hard in my pants about right. it like i love it if i can do 15 or better and i got a chance to do an hour and i was like yeah because at that right. point 30 ish had been my my like yeah. my that had been my limit at that point you know yeah, yeah, but yeah. i i knew i had enough and i was like yeah i can do this and right. so i go in do the hour <clears throat> it was um it was just a great time i got i got an invite where they was like hey shows in a hotel in a bar so you get a free room i was like fucking a yeah, and uh, so I told my wife, I was like, well, "This vacation, this is Vegas for us, baby. We drive yeah. an hour and a half to Crossville, Tennessee, uh, <laughs> and we just camp out in a free uh, room with a free breakfast, and Hell you know, yeah. um, and got paid a little, and uh, you know, it was good, great time, had a lot of fun. It was a little vacation for us again. Right, that was right, a big right. road trip, hang out." And uh, uh, the show was, again, the little crowd that could. Yeah. It was the bartender, the three regulars, <clears throat> uh, my wife, me, the booker, um, three to four other comics because they had an open mic before. Gotcha. One of the comics was an older man, I would say 60s to 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavyweight, like had a cane with him, you know, like, like, you know, but not like a came champion. out. No, it came out. Also had this big Naginta slash Ninja Turtle sword thingy. Nice. Mm-hmm. No, you heard me. You don't have to record, <laughs> rewind the, the show to listen. Um, old man came out with a cane, uh, hobbling. Looks yes. like he would work at maybe a CVS pharmacy at the midnight <laughs> shift, uh, you know, with the shirt untucked. And, and you know, my name's Robert. Can sure. I help you? Okay. Uh, yes, your pharmacy is closed. Uh, <laughs> Twickers are two for a dollar. You know, that guy. And right, so that's that what he looked guy. like. But he, he came out with this Naginta, and uh, he came out, and he read the list of side effects for his Cymbalta. So just to give you an idea of the crowd that I was taking on, and uh, one one of the people, it was their very first time, did well. Again, I was impressed. Yeah. One of them was uh, an open mic who comes from time to time. And so I was like, oh, shit. And uh-huh. I've got an hour. And they were great. They were all awesome. Everybody was laughing. Yeah. The crowd that would come was was laughing at the bartender, so it was great. You know, the little crowd that could have right, a blast. Right, right. Um, I, I loved it. It was great because I could you can bob and weave a little more. See, I've gotten I haven't done an hour consistently, but you have an hour of material. I haven't, I've gotten to do I have yeah. twenty minute blocks. Yeah. that I that I get to use. So, you, no problem. You will actually probably use two and a half of those. Yeah, because you'll get to bob and weave, and you know you can just have moments where you can stop and just train a thought, and so you right. can have some fun with that. And so I, it's it's great. Love it. How do we go to taking that idea into? Um, so you're recording this for video, correct? Yes. Um, also audios is going to be available yes. just as an album. Yes. So, um, have you already got, uh, your production stuff set up? Like, where do you, where do you get that stuff produced through? Like, um, um how did you come across that, you know, connection to be like, all right, so I got an idea now, who do I get? How do I take, what do I, yeah, mm. I have, a. I don't know if you know Chris Rogers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The Knox by Night band. Yeah, the great. Knox by I've worked Night with Chris band, several guys. times. <clears throat> um, um, they do some great videos. If you are familiar at all, uh, uh, great. But if you're not, check them out. It's Knox by Night. Knox like Knoxville by yeah. Night uh, band.com. They're funny. They do parody skits. Yeah, super great uh, guys. Yeah. I've I've got him. He's coming to help me. He's okay. using the full extent of his equipment. Nice. He has. I have some cameras. Cool. Um, I have a friend coming from Nashville that used to help me film uh, our wrestling show. So he's coming down 
to help film. Nice. So I have kind of a small team. Where is this going to be available once it's out for people that do want it, people that were there and want a copy? Like, what's the plan there? Are you going to release this digitally? Will there be physical copies? Like, what's kind of our next step? I think I'm going to try to push what I can. You know, I'm going to take physical copies with me when I start doing festivals and things like that, places I can sell. Yeah, because that's merch. Anybody who tours, whether it's band, musician, whatever, they'll tell you. uh, uh, Merch, you don't make shit from the door. That pays for your gas if you're lucky. You know, um, the thing you really get out of it's a beer, maybe a dinner, yeah. uh, if you're lucky. Uh, now, I have to say, uh, we did the show with Alex and everybody at that uh, Schultzbrow. Yeah, Schultzbrow. Yeah. Which, again, by the time this comes out, check out the episode from that. It was cool. We got to do that in a, a brewery. In the, yeah. We got to do it in the vat room. Yeah. So it's this really cool castle, and you come in, and it's inside like a German hunting lodge. Yeah. And you walk out into this European beer garden. There's this huge stage. Yeah. Um, for us, it was frigid. It was no. It was hot yeah, November. <laughs> oh my god it, it was, was so cool. great venue in the spring or summer i would again <clears throat> oh, awesome because yeah. it was a huge outdoor event and you had this big stage and they had good food and the owner uh shane yeah was amazing yeah he just would great come guy. through and he was just like what do you need i got what you, you, what, you beer? Beer? what do you got i got you and they let us um because we were like we're gonna record uh, just a mini episode he's like cool how about in the beer room so we're in this giant James Bond villain <laughs> warehouse of beer tanks just waiting for Hans Gruber to come around the corner and go put your hands up <laughs> this, this, this looks like a joke stops the recording we're taking the beers the money and maybe it's the hot blonde behind the bar don't try and stop us John McLean uh, but it was awesome we get to do the po- podcast on it. and there are pictures on the website so check those out but um, so that was a lot of fun and I enjoyed doing that yeah um, but uh, uh Shit, I actually forgot where I was going with this for a second. But uh, when you're talking about DIY and having physical copies and merch, um, yeah. uh, places like that will take care of you with food and beer. But um, we don't make money when we right. travel. We we make it from the shirts we sell, from the CDs, yes. the stickers. So um, when you go out to a show, if you really want to support the band, yes, we appreciate the, the comic. We appreciate you being there. The bartender will appreciate you. You know, buying beer and food, and that's yes. how they make their money. And that's why they have the ability to stay in business to give us a place. Absolutely. And so um, if you can do a little of both, anytime. <laughs> you go obviously pay your cover you know yeah. um grab something to eat and you know what go buy at least a sticker they're a buck yeah right all that all works out yeah it makes it makes <laughs> it makes it um, um how we live because yeah we yeah. may get enough to cover our gas but i still need to eat and tomorrow when i don't have a show and i'm waiting for the next show i still gotta eat so yeah. you know help everybody out that's how we do it we we we, we patronize your business when we're on the road you yes. patronize uh, us as shows we we all function well exactly that's, so um yeah um but yeah having that merch to sell be awesome that's great um at the grove again if you're with anywhere in it um december 14th 14th. so this this episode hopefully will come out um you can check it out right before then if not um where can we find you and these things so um we want to get a chance to get our five to drive in here in a second um but we we also want to know if we've enjoyed this episode where can we find out about our uh local hooligan uh, himself where can can we find this you can check me out on facebook or instagram look me up chris bell comedy (coughs) that's chris with a k and comedy with a k Okay, okay. Yeah. Almost racist. See, that's what... Yeah, again, almost I, racist. you got to add that next letter. You're I, racist. See, I touched on that on Halfold that I began uh-huh. to... Uh, I almost put out a calendar every month of my mm-hmm. shows and was going to call it Chris's Comedy Calendar. Right. I see where you're going with and, that. And, like, that's not... I um, was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't. Um, <laughs> for reference of why not to do this, <laughs> I am going to uh, send you to... Um, VH1 behind the music, the Black Crows. For yeah. Are you familiar with their story? Yeah. Uh, that before they were the Black Crows, mm. they were to be the 
Cook County crows <laughs> with K's. Also spelled yeah. with K's. Oh boy. Straight from Georgia in the early eighties. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, bad no bad no. No. Yeah. So they went with the black crows instead. Yeah. Uh, so good move on your part as well. I did it initially uh, as yeah. a joke, mm, like no. the comedy with a K thing because now, now hang on. Oh. I, I also, again, just as, as as a fellow lover of what you do, here's an idea. You can still go with the Chris comedy calendar. <laughs> Just spell the calendar with a C and make the joke implied and never mention it. (laughs) The Chris's comedy, KK, comedy with a C. Again, absurd, abstract. People ask, why didn't you go with the third? Oh, I know why you didn't. But what? Didn't you go with the, I? <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I think the KKC yeah. may be the thing. The KKC won't let me be. No, I think it may be. <laughs> so that could be great. But um, so if we have time to get our tickets, um, can we get them at the door? Can we get yeah, them? Yeah, you can get them at the door. Okay. Uh, you can. The event page actually has a ticket link cool. on Brown Paper Tickets. Brown Paper Tickets. Yeah, if you, I think you can go to the website and just nice. search for nice. Chris um, Bell. Who, what else we got going on that night? What else are we doing? Uh, is the Knox by Night Band performing there? They as are well? not. This is actually going to be kind of a different show okay. um what can we expect you don't have to give everything away but yeah let's, let's entice us real quick absolutely we, we've buttered it up we've plugged it we've said how we got it now what are we going to do what i've are we got doing? Uh, i've got jake james hosting brilliant for I'm me big fan of the show of mine i, so, I love jake uh, uh we're we're uh we're definitely on a right path so far oh yeah so jake's gonna he's gonna open he's gonna host and then i'm gonna come up and do my hour mm-hmm. but within this hour um i'm gonna incorporate a lot of theater okay. into it. So I have a lot of other comedians okay. that are going to be helping me with different Awesome. So, different the, so there'll be, it'll be a, um, it won't just be straight comedy. It'll yes. be a lively event. Yes. Right. Very nice. lively Theatrical event. again. I yes. like, again, I love that stuff. I'm a, I'm a shtick guy. I told you that. I like right. the wacky. Um, I like the, um, the, the kind of absurd. I like theater of the absurd. This will um, be the first time I'm getting to do nice. a lot of these jokes that I'm going to do. And it'll probably be the last time I'll okay. ever have the opportunity well, to do them because I won't have the manpower every time. That is awesome. So. Absolutely awesome. So I, I can't wait. So I'm definitely um, um, encouraging anybody who's listening to um, to share this, to to share the page, to be there. Um, I encourage you. The event's going to be great. Um, Chris is amazing. Um, Jake is amazing. The venue, it's, it's, it's great. I, I Look it up, go. Um, Chris, it has been awesome. We, uh, <laughs> we have been um, more than blessed to have oh, you here today, awesome. man. I, I love hanging out with you. I'm glad that uh, could kind of get uh, the word out there for you. I hope yeah, that helps thank you out so a lot. Much. No, because we, that's one of the things here on the show that I always love to do is to to share, you know, again, bands like the Conbrio and, you know, other other people that come out, Danny and his his magic and go, hey, man, oh, yeah. check this out. You know, you'll love this. I know when you think, you know, ah, I don't know, should I go? Yeah, get off your ass. Go have oh, a yeah. good time. Um, I've worked with you again many times and, and have never, ever failed to be impressed. So I know it's uh, going to be an awesome event. Um, and again, like I said, anything else coming up, uh, is this kind of where we sink everything into, I guess for the yeah. next week or so? Yeah. This is what I'm okay. doing with my life. For the next. next. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm really eager to see, um, what next year's list brings. Yeah. And you've done great. You. you have been, um, uh, and again, an amazing person to watch grow and, and come where you are. So, um, I am beyond excited to have a moment to sit down <laughs> and ask you, the five to drive. These are my Uh-oh. favorite things. Yeah. All so right. these are five questions I ask every guest to drive this episode home. 
Excellent. I love countdowns and lists. And All right, so yeah. I'm such a dork, right? I love that nice. stuff. And I, I'm a huge fan of the um, Inside the Actor Studio. Yes. I love his, his questionnaire. Uh, I just think he's great. I, I love it. Um, I love his count uh, his, his countdown at the end where he does his um, questionnaire. Yes. And I, I wanted to create that. So for every guest, I always take a moment and we do five questions. And the, the four questions are the same, but the first one. Is personalized for every person. Excellent. And again, I love countdowns, and the med absurdity in my five questions is a top five list. All right. Again, it's a little inside out. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little countdownception. I, like <laughs> I, I know it's good. And being the wacky local hooligan national embarrassment, <laughs> I want your top five. Okay. <clears throat> wacky comedians. My top and, five wacky comedians. And, and like I said, I, I, I want, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a comedian per se, but 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 when you think comedy and like you think, um, like, like okay, we talked earlier in the episode about Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee's on my yeah. list. Okay. So that's to give you an idea and can it kick yeah. you off. I want your top five um, wacky comedians. Okay. All time. All no, right. no order. <clears throat> no, no, no specific no, order. Nope, just your, your top five in general. All right. Um, as a, I, I, I don't know if I should count these as three separate ones. Or, okay. okay we, we, the, we've made a lot of, of, of changes and audibles on the flies for the top right. five. So we'll see how you do, and then we'll decide how to classify it. Okay. But I see where we're going with this. Yeah, so the Marx Brothers. Okay, okay. Um, okay. okay. I, that's definitely going to at least take one list. We're going to put yeah. that as one. So that's okay. one. All right, yeah. Marx Brothers. All right, All right Marx Brothers. Okay. Um, Jim Carrey. Was okay. Always kind of a bit. I, he was a stand-up very wacky in his day. Um, yeah. I loathe him with a passion. I, I know but, a lot um, of people kind of do. Um, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife and I have this fight a lot. I've probably lost more sex over my hatred for Jim Carrey <laughs> than Jim Carrey has ever got over being Jim Carrey. Uh, if that tells you anything. Um, so, um, but I, I again, your list again, unbiased. Yeah. Unfiltered, unnecessary. So you're good. You're good. Um, but and I do like his non-fire marshal bill stuff. Yeah, I hate. That's the thing. I hate I, Ace Ventura. I hate the mask. I hate it in Living Color. Uh, I hate like, everything that's not fire marshal bill. I hate his Riddler. <laughs> oh God! I, if I could have killed a man and they just gave me a get out of free jail, you took my all-time favorite villain. Note. <laughs> Did not say Batman villain. My all-time favorite villain. And you turned him into Fire Marshal Bill. And I hate you for it. Now, to make it up to me, you brought me the rose bouquet of bringing Andy Kaufman, one of my all-time favorite people, and on my top list of yeah. wacky comedians. That, so, again, there's two of mine revealed. Yeah. You brought Andy Kaufman to life. So I have to unhate you a little. Right. <laughs> and, but you didn't make him Fire Marshal Bill. Right. And in Liar Liar, you didn't make that guy Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> and in, you know, the Truman Show, that guy's not Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> and so I love that stuff. He does really good, but I do loathe him with a passion. I understand. Um, but that's I a it. that's a good choice cuz he is a very wacky comedian and yeah. his impressions and the that's, yeah. I get it. It's just not my thing. And so it's one of those of things where it's like, all right, that's your thing, go for it, but not me. I can't do it. All right. Yeah. So you got you got the Marx Brothers. Great choice right off yeah. the bat. Jim Carrey, again, respect, but not my thing. Not that's all right though. Um, I guess I can. It, it, you you kind of revealed my number three, Andy Kaufman. Okay, Again, yeah, we share that one. Yeah, love love Andy Kaufman. Um, Rowan Atkinson. Oh, okay. son of a bitch! Good choice. Okay, he's yeah. Oh, good, good choice. That's 
Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, uh, would definitely earn an honorable mention, but didn't even think of that. Yeah, he his whole the beginning of his stand up special where he comes down and announce and introduces the audience as they're in hell. Yeah, and he goes through the whole bit like that's that's great shit to me. The pantomime drumming. Yes, for people that have never seen that, if you only know Rowan Atkinson as Mr. Bean and some James Bond lackey yeah. somewhere, you've got to go check out the just Rowan Atkinson drumming. It'll pop yes. up. <clears throat> He's great, brilliant, brilliant, great, great. Just ah. and uh, out of the gate, amazing so far. So what is that? Four, four. four? four? Uh, okay, yep, yep, yep. and number five, um, Marcel Marceau. Okay, okay. That was, he's a mime, mm-hmm. for those that don't know. I, I know the name. Can't say I would ro- recognize him out of a lineup, but I know the name. Yeah. Uh, Marcel Marceau invented, like, he basically created the whole pantomime bit of, <coughs> you know, drinking and being all, like, wobbly and stuff, like, just doing really animated, silly stuff. Okay, um, okay. Michael Jackson kind of took a lot of... Really? Inspiration from him and his dance moves and the absurdity I of did not how much kind of the like yeah mm, Marcel okay. Marceau he's um, definitely worth a watch he's I only like know the name mime. I know he's a ma- I know he's a mime I know he's a French mime I know the name um, again when I was a kid he would pop up on like game shows and stuff yeah like the Gong Show and shit yeah, and absolutely like, you know so I, I know the name know the person but here's here's my real memory when people say certain names you have, when you say Skinner Freebird right right when you you know people pop these these threads my thread when you say Marcel Marceau is the following. I'm a huge Tom Waits fan, okay. right? Yep. I don't know if you're familiar with the mule or not. He's mm-hmm. kind of obscure to some people, kind of, you oh, know, yeah. a god to others. I'm on the god list. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> and he told a story once of that when he had company over, uh-huh. he liked to set them down and he put on a Marcel Marceau record. Yep. Now, again, for people at home listening, I'm going to try and put this together. Marcel Marceau is a mime. A mime is a clown who does not speak. <laughs> this mime who's a clown that does not speak recorded an album (laughs) tom waits thinks it's funny to put that album of audio track recording of the soundless clown (laughs) on record and it's 45 minutes of silence and people (laughs) applauding and i think that's the most brilliant and i think it's so fitting for this list again, because that is an obscure, absurd, just mayhem moment of mind fuck. That's what I'm hoping my special. And out of nowhere, <laughs> you, but think about it. That's my thought. Is this crazy, obscure, wacky thing for this wacky list? Yes. And who makes your wacky list? But that wacky, obscure answer that pulls my wacky story <laughs> thread. It's like we're almost the same person. I love it. I love it. Symbiotic. So, so my list again was Andy Kaufman and Pee Wee Herman for sure. Yes. Um, Bobcat Goldwaith. I love Bobcat Goldwaith. me. I just thought it was great. And when I was a kid, again, I've said so many times, but I was Bobby Hill as a child. Yes. And imagine Bobby Hill watching Police Academy, <laughs> right? But just or Hot to Trot, where yes. John Candy's the horse and Bobcat <laughs> inherits it. And so that was me. And I love Bobcat. He would come out for these HBO specials, yes. sweaty. And I just thought it was the funniest. <laughs> It's just dumb as shit. Um, and uh, for me, another one, uh, I, I, I love magicians uh, uh, who have comedy in them because I grew up in that era, but The Amazing Jonathan. Yes, The Amazing Jonathan. I love Jonathan. The Amazing Jonathan. Terry, are you familiar? Uh, yes, I am. Love yes. it. Love, love it. Love it. Love it. Um, you I ever blown Bubbles as a clown? <laughs> <laughs> bubbles as a kid. Yeah. Not Bubbles as a clown, Jesus. Bubbles, bubbles is, a kid. is the clown. <laughs> 
his stuff with his wife where she comes yes. out. So funny. So funny. My, Tanya. Uh, Lindsay loves him. My wife absolutely worships his wife. Uh, thinks it's just a funny shtick. So the Amazing Jonathan's on my list. And then finally, um, a big one for me. And I, I love, love, love it. Uh, Gallagher. Yes. I did uh, a Gallagher for a Halloween show before I started growing my beard. <laughs> when I used to, you know, would cut my mustache or beard off to whatever gig I was doing at the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't do that anymore, but I used to. And I, I did Gallagher. So I did the mustache, shaved everything else, That's painted it black, you know, um, sewed hair into the hat. So, because my head was shaved at the time. So when I took my hat off, I was bald, but had the wig, um, had the stripes, uh, you know, had the, 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 the khaki pants, the suspenders. Oh, which, yeah. All right. All right. Which I found out is a Mandela effect. Because Gallagher himself corrected me on my portrayal and oh. said he never actually wore suspenders. It's the Mandela effect. Mandela so when you picture Gallagher down. and you see suspenders, what you're actually picturing is black Gallagher who got the impression wrong but said it in your mind. Mm. Yes. Wow. Gallagher himself corrected me on my Gallagher impression. But it was so <laughs> damn good. I, it was so perfect. It looked so good. Um, a, a comic uh, friend of mine who, who books... Um, tribute acts. He is a famous Robin Williams impressionist. I actually saw the pictures and asked me if my Gallagher was as good as my look because he could actually use me if he could. Oh, so that's awesome. A, there, in a parallel universe, um, I could have been off on the road doing my Gallagher <laughs> tribute act instead of sitting here with you guys. So. Those damn suspenders. Oh no no no! He he he's not the one. He was like, "That's damn good." He, oh, okay. he was suckered by the Mandela effect too. He was in. <laughs> Gallagher <laughs> actually wore vests. That was his thing. Ah, vests, vests. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. The answer we were looking for is vests. Gallagher was famous for wearing vests and uh, being a racist with a watermelon swashing gig. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. I loved it because I liked Carrot Top. She liked that when I was a kid. So. Yeah. But good list. Good list. I like that. I like that. Number two on our five to drive, as you may know, here on uh, Debbie Radio, <coughs> we are a stable-based organization in wrestling terms. Right. The deadbeats of comedy. I like that. I like the teams. Yeah. I like the groupings, the team-ups, the Fantastic Fours, the, the big Almond Brothers bands. I like the stables and the themes, the Fantastic Four, the Fabulous Freebirds. And so oh, yeah. we give you the chance to create your own Four Horsemen. For one night, okay. you have you and three living celebrities to fill out your night's posse, your four horsemen, your fantastic four, your fab four. What three living celebrities do you choose to hang out with all night? Okay. Um, well, Rob Zombie. Good choice. Gonna... Good choice. Good choice. I can, if, if sorry, you get Terry. drunk enough, I can make that happen. <laughs> I can, I, you've seen it. If you get drunk enough, I could, I could probably make you have that memory. <laughs> Absolutely. My um, Rob Zombie's on point. There's no denying. I'm not bragging. I mean, like, again, you can go to the website. I think we posted that picture there. If not, yeah. I'll post it with this episode. It's but, on there. Uh, yeah, okay. We did the whole interview. So yeah, yeah. again, yeah. I, I can, if you get drunk enough, I could probably make that part of the memory work for you. I can do that. Yeah. So, all right. We got Rob Zombie. We got right. Chris Bell. And um, we've got two see. other four horsemen to be chosen to right. be up there. The part of the four greatest posses in life history. Let's see. I, um, hmm. You familiar with the Antwoord? Uh, sadly, Sam, yes. Okay, yeah. I, you know, I like Ninja. I would uh, hang out with Ninja. Is that for a little while. is that the 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 methed out redneck dude? Yeah. Or is oh, that yeah. the little girl no, with that's progeria? The, that's the that's the methed out redneck dude. Oh, 
So for the record, I hate them. Probably that's more right. than Jim that's, Carrey. That's fine. <laughs> We're on our way. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Again, it's your choice. And yeah. you make it. And I respect your right to make your choice because that's how freedom works. And the question was not what celebrities do I want you to pick. It's what you pick. And I think you made a horrible choice. But that is your right yeah. as an American to make. <laughs> Preach. Hang, hang out with weird people. I'm sorry. It's man. okay. I just I I got introduced to them uh, working at a, a a shoe store years ago that played hit oh, videos. And, yeah, and, see, that's and no I, good. Oh, and I've and I have friends that love it, and I just whew, I can't get into it. It's just like one, they're very ugly. It's very hard for me to look yeah. at these people. They scare <laughs> me. Um, the the girl terrifies me. Like in in a way, I, I can't even explain. Like. <laughs> I, she's frightening. Um, I think she's the thing dreams are made of, uh, like in a bad way. Like she's <laughs> she, she terrifies me. But you know what? He he. Now he's probably we've said this with some. We've had some awful ones. So didn't somebody put six nine? Didn't uh, uh, oh yeah Emily uh, Emily put to Tzatziki or Tzatziki sauce six nine in her list. <laughs> and it's like you know what? I fucking hate that choice. But here's what I can say. That's going to be a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's going to have tons and tons of booze. Oh, oh, you want me to open a Wendy's at 2 in the morning? I can get a Wendy's <laughs> open. Get the money. Get the Wendy's open. And the fucking Wendy's will open for you. And you're like, I did not see that. And it, that, that that's like a Hunter S. Thompson evening. I mean, like, he's going to be that dumbass who's like, nah, we can do that. And you're like, uh, all right. Some drunk is going to have some crazy idea. You know what we should do? We can get together. Get a pony month. And we'll go riding downtown. And what we'll do, we'll put a grill out on top of the bus. We'll get some steaks. We'll get a bunch of blow. We'll get the hookers. Mm-hmm. And so, and that motherfucker go, okay, no, okay, we can no. do that. We can do that. And so, yeah, I can see Ninja being that dude. He's got tons oh, yeah. of money because he's a crazy popular. Yeah. And he's just dumb enough to be like, no, nah, I can do that. We can oh, do yeah, that. we yeah. can make that happen. Uh, but they're South American or, or South, South, uh, South, South African. South African. So it's like, no, right, right, we yeah. can do that. Yeah, what? no, right, That's right. Australian. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> they're close, it's, they're it's, close. It's a very hard A. The yeah. A's are different. They're very, the, the A, it's very yeah. sharp. It's very sharp. You can hear it. It's no, no. It's no. Um, for my characters, I practice my accents all the time, and I have to listen to both and go, okay, what's that? And if you listen to a, a South uh, African, it, it is the, the Australian accent, but they've got this really funny, like, sharp A's. And there's a comedian who does a whole bit about it. He's from South Africa, and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't, he comes out and he's like, I don't turn it on right away. He's like, I don't want people to know it. He's like, but let me get stuck in line somewhere. And it's like, attention! <laughs> I need you to go out of here! You're gonna be here now! And he's just like, you hear the way the A's go? he's like, people will just move. I don't get it. And, and so he's got a whole bit about it. And it is this really funny A. And I'll tell you, a brilliant one is um, Jim Jeffries yeah. about the South African uh, airline that just yells yes. at it. Hilarious. Because the minute he does it, you're just like, ooh. Like, your butthole <laughs> clenches. And so there's something about that accent that does it. So... Uh, but okay, okay. I would, I would, I see the usefulness of that. So we yeah. got one more seat on the on the party bus. Who we yeah. bring in? We've got Ninja. Yeah. We've got Chris Bell, <laughs> and we've got Rob Zombie. This is we've got one more. <laughs> I'm gonna let's say I've been getting really into uh, American Horror Story here lately. My wife loves that. It's yeah, a, it, it's, it's a, a it's anthology those, thing. Yeah, one of those. Okay. I, yeah. I've never watched it. The she little, loves it. The little blonde kid on there, Evan Peters, seems like... Oh, Quicksilver. Yeah, Quicksilver. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 Quicksilver yeah. seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. Okay, I, I don't know anything about him other yeah, than... I, I, he's great as Quicksilver. I yeah. mean, 
And uh, he's not a couple of little flicks I've seen him you pop know, up in, but he's good. Okay. I like I like quiet mm. nights anymore. I don't like, mm. <laughs> I like people I can just sit down and talk to. I don't, I'm not going to get. Nice, nice. I yeah. picked a, a Motley Crue. Mine, because I, again, for the very first one, I answered all the questions so that yeah. I could, again, you know, state mine publicly while I ask you guys all the time. But of and, course. And mine was Stone Cold. Uh, Tom Waits and Alex Jones. So, um, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was me. Um, you like me again? Have no um, embarrassment about the the silly things you like. Again, you like yeah. stick and cheese, but oh, yeah. um, when it comes down to it, if you had to pick something, what what would you say your guilty pleasure is? My guilty. pleasure? What's that thing you do that you know you should be embarrassed you do, but you don't? Oh man, I still. Um... Let's see. I don't know. I'm really into like terrible '90s pop still. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, I. Well, man, Third Eye Blind and all. Oh, okay, all bad of choice in the genre, but good choice. Yeah, okay. but yeah, bad choice in the genre. I'm all over the place. You but know what? Yeah, it's. I had an epiphany the other day too that that takes me because I that was I was in high school in the early '90s, so a lot of that stuff was was me. And yeah. I wasn't a grunge guy. Like I hated right. grunge. Um, I got into it a little bit. I, I was a hair metal guy from the '80s, so I got crushed by grunge. I just wasn't a fan. But I do like some of that '90s pop because after I got over it, I turned into some of that. And uh, I was just walking down the street, and I thought, you know what? I'm very disappointed, extremely disappointed, at the lack of spin doctor covers that have yes. happened not happened 25 years later because i love that shit too i'm a yeah. spin doctors fan spin doctors, huge man. hootie and the blowfish fan oh yeah yeah um and un- unembarrassedly Chumbawamba. oh that's oh. good okay that's good <laughs> okay. that's good yeah yeah i like it i like it uh so good choice good choice yeah. I, I definitely applaud that one that's a good one um we we do like to cover all topics and so as we wind down and we get to the last two of the five to drive we like to take you with an emotional roller coaster i've planned these really well i try yeah, to keep yeah, them yeah. layered tell. just right i put a lot of time in it. i love this stuff and so this was big for me and so i know it's 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 my 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 send off for every episode it must be perfect of course and so we we take you to an emotional dip you you're a fun loving wonderful person and and life is great for you because you make it, and I love that. But on the other side, when it comes time and you have to leave a legacy, you're no longer on this mortal coil, but there's something to be remembered of Chris Bell. Yeah. What do you want written on your tombstone? Written on my tombstone. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy would be he tried his best. He did. He did the best he could. That's good. Like a little blue ribbon piglet. You, you would be amazed that if you blew it down, minus the blue ribbon piglet specific reference, <laughs> how how common that has been in most people's yeah. answer. Yeah. Most people have had some kind of answer like that. We've got a few, you know, uh, comedy answers that were really funny, and we've got a few knuckleball things, and, and we've got people that are just kind of like, I don't want to die. You know, I just, like, you know. Oh, well, uh, let me rethink the question. <laughs> but, um, that was an interesting one. You know, yeah, yeah. Emily Gwynn was like, I'm going to live forever. And just didn't bat an eye, and I was like, Mm, mm, swerve. Mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hard one. And okay. Uh, so again, you've got to leave a legacy. Yeah. You get one denim vest. What do you want embroidered on the back that you have to wear for the rest of your life? And so she came up with her answer, and people work with it. But most people's answer does boil down to something similar. Yep. And I think that's what 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 makes this show so beautiful in my eyes, and that's why I love doing it because it brings everybody to the point of going, yeah, that's not so far off from what I think. It's not so far. <laughs> and uh, another one that has a common theme where I find people tend to uh, have a similar answer is on our final question, 
as we bring it out of the depression of yes. of this uh, deathly talk. Yes. When you can be anywhere you want to be, mm-hmm. when your your choice is not hindered by anything, mm-hmm. what's your answer? What's your happy place? Where do you go? Where do you go when you have no no reason to say anything else but your number one choice of where to be where's your happy place on my couch with my chihuahua on my hip my lovebird on my shoulder and the tv on again 90 <laughs> percent of people's answer yeah. mm-hmm. how we're all the same right you know who likes going um, places and doing stuff unless it's december 14th i do but i still like i do exactly i do but i still like coming home yeah and so even in that part of the day the going out to do things to do a show to have some fun to be a part to watch a comic to meet a comic to do my thing to kill fucking rocket but still as that peaks the best part is the slide down at the yeah. home and to enjoy that rush on the couch, my cat's curled up, Word. my wife next to us, the kids lovingly sleeping upstairs, oh, and yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine binging for hours. Go. Oh yeah! So that's my favorite. So that is that is most people's answer of some form, and so that is a great answer. Incredible. Again, Good. Um, we're all 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 very much the same, and much like every episode, you have been. Wonderful. Oh. I hope you've had a good time being here. I have. This um, has been a lot of fun. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, and I, I, I really do appreciate you coming out. And I try to convey this. Um, as we end every episode, I always like to let the, uh, the few listeners we may or may not have out there to know that we appreciate them. Because my philosophy tends to be that I appreciate anyone who appreciates me. Like I said, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I told you, you know, about, yeah. you know, if you stop me and say nice beard, I will say thank you. Right. I will not ignore you. If you stop me and say good show, I will say thank you. If you send oh. me an email or have grandma call or you, whatever to tell me I, you enjoy the show, I will appreciate it because that's what I do. I could not do this without. Um, wonderful producers like terry and people that you know keep us going like mitch and guests like you but i also would have no reason to do it without the 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 people out there who do listen and share the show and my 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 level of 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 respect for anybody who takes a moment is off the chart because as i always like to let you know when i'm on stage or on the radio that if you remember a, a crowd without a comic is still a crowd oh yeah but a comic without a crowd is just a narcissistic asshole with a microphone (laughs) so thank you very much chris terry all you in podcast land i'm lance adams this has been deadbeat radio on stage diver network and a ha 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 till next time To amuse your fans and act all urban to jack up your sound scheme. What's the matter with you? How come you write monosyllabically? Is that to be stricken your entire vocabulary? Your style's like garbage cans meant to be taken out on a weekly basis. Ever since your first record, you've been in a state of suspended animation. You look like Snuffleupagus and Australopithecus. Me, Craig, you abacus. Enough about you, let's talk about me and how single handedly I redefine the science of radio astronomy. Make a Nobel Prize when it's question the notions of reality. Oh, but I digress. You play sorry, I play chess. Kings Park, EP, check me. Go get some Percocets.